And at that point, you, it's not even a coup. You just take that shit over. You know what yep. I'm saying? Discovery Channel also does Bigfoot, and they also do Ancient Earth, Aliens, yeah, and the, all this. Yeah. It's like almost Conspiracy 101 now. He wants your tax money, yeah. because take a look at Washington State. We got all this water, but for some reason it's not green because of the fucking fish and deer and whatever's <laughs> going to get sucked up into it. A, a boozy caramel on it. Fed them to your drunk wife. Yeah. Welcome to yeah, the salt of the street Coming at you every week With this food for thought Hope you're ready to eat With everything going on in this nation We need some information And that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation With real talk and real topics Real people, real problems Think we need some help to solve them And leave it up to Colin and the Donovan right, Cause that's the what, what's that? Uh oh, let's get ready And just like a red, white, and blue phoenix Rising from the ashes of political bipartisanship We are back to Salt of the Streets podcast. This is Saturday, February 2nd, 1.12 p.m. It just switched over. Watch that happen. 1.12. Welcome back, everybody, to the Salt of the Streets podcast, your one and only source for social and political commentary on weekly news, pop culture, and sports. Excuse me. Built from the ground up for <laughs> people like you and me, the everyday normal person. Uh, join us as we discuss life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and continue our endless efforts to bridge the gap between people and information. As always, we are your hosts. I am Colin. I am Donovan. And coming up on this week's show, we have kind of a just a really long catch-up session. Don's been a little busy lately, and he'll explain to you why. But uh, we're trying to just get uh, old Donovan here caught up and up to speed. And then, uh, you know, we're going to hit Venezuela. We're going to hit, God, there's a, just a ton of stuff. Shut down. Roger Moore. Democratic candidates. Some abortion law. Yeah. Who doesn't it's, have abortion laws, right? Yeah, right. It's been a, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of been weird, too, because all, a lot of this stuff happening, it's been during the, as the tail end of the shutdown and all this stuff. Yes. And it's interesting now, too, uh, that there's still a lot of news political news even during a government shutdown yes it's very interesting it was definitely slow in the beginning but um as it started to build and then other shit started to happen like with venezuela really started to pop off and stuff like that yeah roger stone you know yeah there were some there were some heavy hitters man it's gonna be a good show it was quiet within the capital but within politics itself there was definitely some noise going on yeah and so uh so we have been kind of off for like the last week in a weird yes. way. Yeah, we, we said in the pre-show yeah. that missed two weeks, and then this is the third week, and we're back now. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what we decided. <clears throat> oh, but uh, yeah, it's been a long time, and you've been very, very busy. Yes. So, also talked about this in the pre-show, but Dax, the son, the uh, you know the boy, he was born on the twenty-first, so it was beautiful. My wife did an amazing job. Um, it was eight pounds, twelve ounces, twenty-one and a half inches, which he shrunk because his head was like so long and fucked up shaped. Um, but he's, he had like a cone head. Yeah, super cone head. Um, 
But he's good now. It's beautiful. So we've been back home for... We went home on the 23rd, which was cool. So we've been there since then. And I've been off spending time with my family and obviously not doing this show. But um, <laughs> I'm doing it this week and I'm back to work, you know, two weeks from now. Not this not this next week, but the week after that. Yeah. I hate this. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> and so, I hate this. So <laughs> it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good time. I'm really really excited to do the show today uh, um i just been been pent up been been pent yeah. up bro i don't have i don't have cabin fever but i've been pent up and i didn't realize it until i'm here so you're like almost cabin fever yeah yeah i'm good to go um so i was telling you i was telling you before we started this right i had like a lot of time to think so i was yeah. thinking about <clears throat> the social medias because facebook is is the worst right and i also realized when i was watching the videos this morning that i fucking still don't look at the camera i really like i did for like one episode and <laughs> forgot about it so well um, it is it's kind of difficult sometimes because like me and you are having such a yeah. conversation and i think i just think more about the audio you know like yeah. that's just where my mind goes first so <clears throat> excuse me so i've had a lot of time to think right so facebook is the worst i've always hated facebook and i especially hate it now because i was saying that it it's it's easily the most divisive social media platform of like facebook instagram yeah. and and twitter it's, i'm so glad like you're uh, like i have more people in the same team as me yeah I yeah think facebook is just utter garbage for the most part as we just finished up a facebook live stream yeah. you know? i also realized that facebook gets everything last right twitter gets everything first all the memes all of the yeah. everything everything happens on twitter first everything and then it goes to instagram generally because people will screenshot their tweets and then put them on instagram right and then it goes to facebook last because when you're on facebook you hit that switch for it to go to facebook yeah so it goes to the top of your instagram feed first but facebook is also so decided by things that you like and comment on and shit which yeah. i also don't like about facebook but it's done so much that way that it's really hard to get things up there and twitter is the same way that i didn't even realize that if you go to your twitter it's showing you the top tweets and not the latest tweets as they happen yeah you have to like set it to do that you know which is really shitty because that makes it really hard for people like us to try and get out there because oh, it's already set in motion what people are seeing because yeah. they've already liked shit so now that we've come along and we're offering a service that people might actually genuinely like and they might think it's funny the posters they were putting out they're not even fucking seeing them yeah we're just like how, how shitty is that how unfortunate you know that you have to get it in front of people but that's even but that's a whole deal right yeah so i thought it was interesting that i'll see something on twitter and then two three days later i'll see it on facebook and people it takes like, a while yeah and they're like oh this is so fucking funny i'm like this isn't even funny anymore but it's, <laughs> it's dead already on the internet and that's why people say that facebook is for old people because it's those people that are like getting it last and they're because they don't have a twitter you know yeah they have a facebook for sure maybe an instagram so some of them are getting it earlier most of them are just getting it on facebook so that's why they say that Facebook is for old people. Yeah. They don't have no Twitter, so they're getting all that shit. I'm just trying to later. think. You remember remember that old lady that called us uh, <laughs> Democrat yeah, yeah. demons? The demonic Democrats. Yeah. Yes. What uh, what platform did you get that on? Oh, that was on Facebook. That was on Facebook. That was on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes Most definitely. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. And you said you've been playing a lot of Red Dead too lately. Yes. Um, in the moments that I have where I am not doing something in the house. Because I also been doing a like 
lot of general housework, you know, mm-hmm. laundry, fucking dishes, shit like that, bottles all the fucking time. Always, you never, Mr. Have, Mom, never have enough baby bottles. Um, I also decided this morning before I came here that I am not going to be that guy that always talks about. Like how, not how hard it is having a baby, but like, you know, this is how much I slept last night. And this is, you know, what I did. Oh, and yeah. Blah, blah, and like all this shit. And fuck shits all the time, pukes all the time. Oh, I puked on this morning. Like, because I think that's annoying. Because, I like, I'm not the first person to have a baby. People have babies every day, you know. <laughs> so it's happening all the time. Like, it's not a unique circumstance, you know. Which is like the same type of way I felt about the gender reveal parties, you know. It's just yeah. it's not special. Like, it's not a unique thing that it needs to be an event, you know. Like, I'm so, not into it, man. Yeah, I we the coolest guy uh, at my work, you know, he he does that shit. Like, he'll come in and be like, you know, I fucking was up this time, and then this time, and this time. And Drew called him out for one time. He said, so you act like you're the first person to have a baby. <laughs> he said, so that's like the first time that I brought it up. And all of us at the same time, we're like, yeah, right, son. Dude. It's, like, it's like, when? And we're like, all the time, dog. All the time all you the are time. talking about how little sleep you got last night and then come in here and like bitch by it. And like, we don't care because we didn't make you have a kid. We didn't ask you to have a baby. You did that yourself. You know, like this is a choice I made. So I'm not going to talk about, like, I'm, I told you, you know, like it's, this sucks, but that's different. Like we're best friends, you know? Yeah. But I'm not. Gonna, and I know what, yeah. And that's and you, totally different. Yeah, and you know what sucks, but I'm not going to like sit here on the internet and be yeah. like, having a baby is really fucking hard. Like, because no yeah. shit like, because no shit so oh yeah man. so when i have time like i said when i'm not doing domesticated man work and i'm not doing like like real man work yeah um, i am absolutely playing red at any moment i can mm. especially in the morning because i'll jordan will wake up more during the night and then when he wakes up between three and six like whatever time in there he wakes up is when i will wake up because i'm like ready already to be awake at that time you know so he wakes up at 3 30 i'm like work i usually wake up at four so i'm okay Whoa. to be up at yeah. 3 30 like way more than jordan is you know Bro, that makes me tired <laughs> just thinking about so, it so yeah so i'll be up with him and do whatever and feed him and he eats really slow so like if he's eating like a, like a four ounce like a big bottle you know it's gonna take him like 45 minutes it takes him forever to eat it's, oh yeah so that shit just gets annoying but that's, <laughs> that's fine that's just like a regular some babies just eat really slow yeah. um and so you know change his diaper all that nonsense and then by that time it's 4 30 5 o'clock and i'm like well i'm just gonna i bought a coffee pot because oh, yeah. i'm a real dad now I'm a real, like, <laughs> and that's what i decided like i'm having coffee every morning when i wake up so i'm a real dad now. like yes that's where i'm at so yes I bought how do you take your coffee um i'm working on drinking black coffee oh. because, yeah so i still like put a little bit of creamer in there and shit you know but but I also bought just like heavy whipping cream and stuff to put in there to like. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm working my way. There. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. Go. So because I yeah, yeah, just don't fuck with the sugar, right? Or the, you know, right. none of the fake stuff. Just put a little cream <coughs> in there. That that's legit. I, yeah. I get down with that. Yeah. So that's it's been a good time. So you know, if he goes to sleep at four thirty, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm gonna play Red Dead until Jordan wakes up. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. Absolutely. So and he'll sleep for a while. In the morning like that. And so I'll just sit him on my lap, you know, because he like loves to be held when he's like up and up like that. Just send him on my lap. Play right down, bro. Awesome. It's a great time. That's a really good time. I'm really excited. So Super Bowl is tomorrow. Yes. I'm really excited to uh, like yes. sleep part of it and watch it like this. I'm like, this is the best Super Bowl ever. You know? Yeah. It's going to be rad. I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl. Man, what's what Rams, are you? Rams, Pats. Yeah, what's what's your thoughts? Man, 
That's we a, can save that for sports if you want. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we can. T- I mean, I was. I'll tell you. I'll tease it, right? Because I'll, okay. I'll tell you, I'm definitely in a tough spot, especially living in Washington, right? Like this close to Seattle, being a being a Hawks fan, you know. Yep. Fuck the Pats because I hate the Pats. I hate Tom Brady. Exactly. Um, partially because I'm a Hawks fan. Partially because fuck Tom Brady. Because exactly. He's the best, and motherfucker does not need a sixth ring. Just retire, you piece of shit. Yeah. Um. But. Also, the Rams are in our division, and they super don't want them to win the Super Bowl because yeah. they're like in our division. Like that just rubs a little salt in the wound that we got our ass beat by Dallas by All fucking year. two points. It's, yeah, yeah, no, irritating because the Rams always beat us too. Always, the Rams, man. even when they were shitty, the Rams always beat us, which yep. was so irritating. <laughs> the Rams would you know would be fucking four and zero or four and twelve or whatever, and two of those wins are when they played the Hawks. It was <sighs> stupid, but, sad. Yeah, so we will talk about that more in sports, but I am definitely torn about yeah. who I want to win the Super Bowl. So <clears throat> let's hit the social medias real quick, Where? and then we'll pick our fucking first topic. Because it's going to be a little grab bag style show today just because we got all these different ones. We're just going to go yeah. as we as we feel comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook <laughs> at Salt of the Streets. <laughs> We smoked a little bit beforehand, we we so smoked, my mind's a little slow nice right blood. now with the plugs. You got this. We got our weekly blog coming out on Thursdays. Yes. We have the podcast on Mondays. We got the pre-show video on Mondays as well. Yeah. We have the Facebook full video on Tuesdays. Yep. And got the live stream on Saturdays. All that on saltofthestreets.com. Absolutely. Yep. Am I missing anything? Was that check, 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 check? Personal social media is alpaca underscore Donovan on Instagram, salt of the street on Twitter. At Big Bird Offy on both the Instagrams and the Twitter machines. There you go. Boom. Plugs in. It's been a while. You guys, you're going to have to give it. This week is going to be a little bit weird. It's been a couple weeks because the last ones we did, you know, they were not quite traditional style podcasts anyway. So Yeah, this is true. Yeah. So. But I've been on the mic this. a lot lately, too. Yeah, doing different stuff. I, I like the shit that you've been yeah. doing. I'm, it's a fucking lot of hard work, I'll y- tell you that much. Yes, it is. I like this yes. so much better. <laughs> like, there's something fun about doing, like, this little thing all on its own, just you. It's like your little thing. Yeah. But God damn, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so, uh, we have all those topics. And then I also watched this morning... Um, the last press briefing that they did, and I'm not sure. I didn't watch that one. I'm not sure exactly what day it was, but it was just a couple days ago, and it was Larry Kudlow, who I believe is the like economics, the secretary of economics, or something, something like something that. Like yeah. that. Um, John Bolton, <clears throat> excuse me, Steve Mnuchin, and Sarah Sanders. <clears throat> oh, and it was like. It was wild because they came out to talk mainly about Venezuela. Um, it was when they announced the sanctions on Venezuela. That's what oh, this yeah. press briefing was for. And then they also talked, obviously, a little bit about like the shutdown and stuff like that. At one point, Sarah Sanders got asked by a reporter, what advice would you give to people who are affected by this shutdown? Like, should they start saving their money in this three weeks? You know, because we'll talk about this, but like, they're, you know, the government's over for three weeks. So, like, should... Should they save their money for three weeks? Should they this, this, this? And she yeah. said, she said you should write your Democratic congressman and you should tell them to do their jobs and, you know, concessions and all this and all this. And I was like, hey, God damn, dude. It was it was wild. That's she, so funny. That doesn't surprise me at all. She got asked. Well, one dude asked about because there was a report that came out that one of 
President Trump's resorts, maybe Mar-a-Lago hired illegal immigrants, right? Have you, did you see that? I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so she got asked about that, right? Like, how can the president, you know, it's hypocritical and all this stuff or whatever. And she said, she said something like, fuck. Um, <laughs> she argued that by having illegal immigrants as employees, that President Trump was one of the people that identified the problem. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, he was doing. Right. I was like, are oh. you fucking serious? I think like, I saw something about that like yesterday like floating that around is, the Twitter. That is the biggest spin I have ever seen on anything. That, like, Even well, from her, too. Like, <laughs> yes. And that's, you know, that's a reach, dog. They, her like, and Kellyanne Conway, can they can stretch <laughs> the truth. That is up there with the, you know, they're not lies. They're alternative facts. Like, yes. that's, that's yeah. up there with, like... Did you really just say that? Like, you know that doesn't make any sense, right? And she's almost like smirking when she's saying it. They're like, you know this is bullshit. Like, you can't even convince yourself that that might be the case. You know that's bullshit. Man. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. If Um, those guys were really active on, like, Twitter and, like, were a Twitter personality, can you imagine the insanity? Just the trolling that they would get just constantly? Constantly. They got asked about, like, Larry Kudlow... He said that these trade talks with China were the broadest and most comprehensive trade talks that the U.S. has ever done. Ever. 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 Um, and then he it got was, asked. It was huge. Yeah. It was so huge. One reporter asked him about a report done by the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, that said in 2019 the deficit, like the yearly deficit, will be $90 billion, $900 billion, right? And then twenty two. It'll be a trillion dollars. And every year after that, it'll be, you know, over a trillion dollars. And then by 2029, it'll be a 93% debt to GDP ratio. Um, And so he asked Larry Kudlow, he's like, so, like, what do you guys say about that? You know, like, uh, this is obviously unsustainable that at that point, you're literally not making any money at all. You know, so you can't obviously, you can't possibly hope to pay anything at all you know with seven percent money that you're making like yeah which is fucking nothing right um said that the white house disagrees with that right that that's <laughs> not going to be the case because this the cbo report anticipates two percent growth and the white house anticipates three percent and so that's why and i don't know enough about that report but this is what larry kudlow said yeah that the cbo report says that like they're going off of a two percent estimated growth and not three percent oh know? so that's a huge difference and that they also anticipate a strong budget with five percent non-defense cuts is what they anticipate to come out of congress wow Yes. So, uh, yeah, five percent across the board with of non-defense. Ex- yeah. Yes. So anything not under DOD. Yes. Five percent yeah. from that somewhere is what they anticipate yeah. to come from. Which Congress. is what like most people would call like for the military when they politicians say they support the military. That's what they're talking about, like yes. funding that exactly that branch. Exactly. Man, which I thought was really interesting. Now that is, I mean, that is weird when you think about it, like. Because obviously, yeah, that it's just not fundable. At the end of the day, the numbers no, are what no. they are. And yeah, I don't understand how people can be, especially right now. There's they so much talk agree. about like this hardcore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it there. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. 
Yeah, it was really interesting. Um, they also... So the do you want to talk about Venezuela? What do you, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about Venezuela first because that's I what think the, I yeah I think okay. I want to talk about Venezuela because that's kind of what this press briefing was about too. So that yeah. it'll tie into that because Steven Mnuchin came out first, right? Because we have a little recap of Venezuela. I, I also think that we talked about this before, so I'm gonna I think so. I'm gonna look through um, the archives and and see if I can find that episode Ooh, where we talked yeah. about Venezuela and link back to it. Um, so. <clears throat> Venezuela is a disaster economically. Their money is worth nothing. Everything there is crazy expensive. No one can afford anything. It's horrible. A box of tampons costs like $100. It's yeah, if you up, can right? find one. If you can find one. It's fucked up. People are literally eating out of the trash. Yeah. So Dogs are literally being roasted for yes. food because people are dying of starvation. Yes. And have been for a, a long time. A long time. Yeah. And so there, after that happened, because there was lots of reports probably about a year ago um, where where that was really big. People were reporting on that. Yeah, because I think it was like right so as big. he as it was right, right as he election. got. Yeah, right before leading up to that yes. election, and, and then all the fraud that was around. Yes, it and, and they also so then. Nicholas Maduro is the the president, quote unquote. It's like the Venezuela. president in exile or something. Um, some something. I don't like know that. what you would call it. <clears throat> and so there was an election not that long ago, just maybe six months ago or so. Um, within the in, last year, it was in 2018. <clears throat> yeah. So within the last year, there was an election that is widely regarded across the world to be a farce, um, in which he was reelected to another six year term. Right. Mm-hmm. So there is also what is called a national assembly there, which is like a parliamentary system, um, Congress type of deal. That's just what it yeah. is there, right? And so kind of British in style more yes, than ours. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so Nicholas Maduro, he's, you know, a a, a, a bullshit president essentially because he yeah. has no actual claim. Um he's basically to, and he's essentially kind of a dictator dictatorial yes. presidente yes. anyways. Yeah. Um so the leader of the the National Assembly, that's what it's called. Yeah. What is his name? Juan Juan Guaido. Guaido, yeah. Guaido. Guaido. That's what it is, right? So Juan, Juan Guaido. Guaido. He Juan Guaido. offered to become the interim president, right? Because there is a like a rule in their constitution, an amendment in their constitution that allows somebody in the National Assembly to take control of the country if the president has been elected illegitimately, which mm-hmm. is exactly what happened. So Juan Guaido has the actual political legal right to be president and is, right, has been sworn in. But Nicolas Maduro, at least as of now, has the support of the military. Yeah. And <clears throat> and that's what's keeping him in power there. Yeah. Like that's where the difference is. But people are starting to take to the streets and like they're starting yeah. to be riots. It's, to, it's gonna be today, um, he had called for another protest in Caracas today. It's happening right now. Juan Guaido. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So <clears throat> excuse me. So the other day Steven Mnuchin came out and they announced who is the Secretary of what the uh, fuck? Yeah, is he? the Minuch, uh, yeah. like the Secretary of Treasury or something, something like, that. like that. That's what I think he is, Secretary yeah. of Treasury. Um, He's like the who who of the the economic branch or yes. the executive branch. So he came out in this press briefing that we were talking about and announced sanctions on Venezuela. They're not going to allow almost anybody 
to do business with Venezuela because I have some notes on Almost. on companies that are going to be allowed to uh, to do business there. And they said that it's going to do seven billion dollars, like it's going to take away seven billion dollars from them in one day and eleven billion dollars over the next year in oil, right? Because no Whoa. one that's that's what Venezuela has. They have the world's yeah. largest reserves of oil under Which I was them, surprised right? to yes. kind of realize that yes. they have more than Saudi Arabia. Yeah. It's and crazy to and think it's about. all owned by the government, right? The big company PDVSA, that's what it's called. Yeah. They've um, na- fully nationalized their yes. oil industry. Yes. And so <clears throat> so what America did essentially not essentially. What they did is they are not going to pay Venezuela for any more oil. And Mnuchin even Mnuchin even said in this press briefing, he's like, if they want to keep selling us oil, that's fine. But the money that we're giving them is going to go into like a locked account that stays in the U.S. Yeah. until you know that's transferred over to like to the rival power. We're not going to pay him for that. There's oil that's in the water that's they're going to allow to keep coming here because they've already paid for it. Um, and they're so they don't expect any really any effect on like gas prices or like yeah. people or anything like that because they're only three percent Venezuela is only three percent of America's oil yeah. that we purchase like that's coming in. So Isn't that is, weird that they're the biggest but we still get most of our oil from the <clears throat> Saudi? Manuch even said that we are a net energy exporter. Um, oh, and that is part of the reason yeah. that I would I would I would imagine that that's part of the reason that we're only bringing in that much. But yeah, probably also because I I would also imagine we've taken some steps away from Venezuela. You know, in I think the last so. years, yeah, you know, especially in the over years. the last couple of years. Yes. So after yeah after Hugo Chavez died and he named you know Nicolas Maduro the successor and everything. Yes. It all started to go downhill. Yeah. And then it got really bad this last year after he was reelected, you know, fraudulently. So Maduro said that these moves were unilateral, illegal, immoral, and criminal, right? Mnuchin, he said that Peta Vesa has long been a vehicle for embezzlement for the government itself, for Nicolas Maduro and the people yep. within the government, right? Um, and the I mean, national. You think about it. If if they're like the world's leading producer of oil, yeah. they have the potential, however short term, to be one of the most like the richest nations in the world. Absolutely, easy. I mean, we it hasn't always worked out very well, but it's happened in the past. But they have the potential to be. Yeah, and as long as you have a backup infrastructure, you'd be amazing. But yeah. he's been embezzling all this money and putting it in offshore uh, hard currencies like yeah. dollars and euros and in gold and then keeping it out of the country. And that's why their money is not worth anything. Yeah. <clears throat> and the National Assembly estimates that $30 billion has gone missing from the state oil company in the last couple of years, which would obviously begin to explain the economic unrest, the, do- the dissolving of the currency. I mean, yeah. then that directly ties to all of that you know if they like you like you said if you're taking money out of the country that's not circulating there anymore yeah the money's not going to be worth shit exactly <clears throat> i mean especially with the way they nationalized it like everybody should be getting a check every yes. single month from the from the oil industry absolutely everyone a percentage dividends if you will indeed um and so there was a guy russ dallin who's a managing partner at the caracas capital markets right his idea 
He's idea. He's uh, idea. His idea is... Yo, that's racist, bitch. <laughs> because, like I said, Mnuchin said that the money that they're paying Venezuela is going to go into an account that's managed by America. Because there is also a company that is called Sitgo, which is the American arm of Pedavesa. Oh. Right? So they control like three or four refineries in America. Right? So that money from here goes to Venezuela. So Nicolas Maduro also said um, that... Man, I have I have some other quote here, but oh. it doesn't matter. With this measure, they're getting they're setting out to steal the Sitgo company from all Venezuelans, right? Because all that money that's that's being made from Sitgo is going to go into that account. It's not going to go to Venezuela. Yeah. And so, the idea that Russ Dallin had is that that money that you're paying to Venezuela for the oil and the money that's coming from Sitgo, you should take that money and you should put it into an account and give it to the National Assembly. Yes. And give it to Juan Guaido so that he has that money. He can pay people because at that point. He's already in talks with members of the military. He's yeah. already talking to people, but they're you know they don't have money. They're getting money from Maduro. They're actually getting paid. It makes sense for them to stay there. If you can pay those people, they got no fucking reason to be there to support exactly. Maduro. And at that point, you can, it's not even a coup. You just take that shit over. You know what yep. I'm saying? So, I I like that idea a lot, and I think that it's interesting that that's not yeah being discussed more widely. And uh, and unfortunately, you know, they can use that as propaganda against it too. Yes. That's what Maduro is going to do. <clears throat> he said, you know, they're even though I'm stealing all your money, You're the little it. money that I'm letting you guys have, now they're taking a little bit more of it. Right. It's like that's yeah, that's but and that is the interesting problem that Guaido faces now. He he did what he did because it's in their constitution. Yeah. This is a con- constitutional thing to do, and so he's doing it. But he only has 30 days to hold re-elections. And the problem is, is that you don't have a way to fund the government right now because Maduro has control elections. of it. Yeah. yeah, so you just can't make it happen. But it it's weird because it does need to happen. and But to do that, you're going to have to break their constitution and is there you may not know this um, but it's something we can try and look up is there like a limit on how many times they can invoke this amendment you know if the 30 days runs out can they do it again and like maybe just pick somebody else or something you know yeah. like if if Juan Guaido can only do it one time I don't know if it says anything like that in there where I don't know we would probably have to try and get access to the actual yeah you know but that would be <clears throat> we would like have to get hands way. on the document yeah. to really I'm just kidding that would seem like a really good idea though just playing around with it just keep doing it you know it's, just keep you know it's weird because it's in a one year election cycle maybe right yes six it, years yeah but like if you Oh, yeah, their full presidential one. Six years. Yeah. But if you don't, if you have like a shorter term limit, that way they're, you know, if you only get elected for a year. Yeah. There's no real political, you know, there's not much time to get anything done politically. And so it, I would think, help corruption. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, how long does it exist? We don't know. I need to look at that. That, looks, that sounds because that could be a game changer, right? Because I'm saying, like, if you have, you know, if you have half the National Assembly that is taking that 30 days to pick a new person, if the 30 days runs out, and the other half that's trying to get an election going to actually get somebody in office legitimately, you know, yeah. then at the end of the 30 days, when it's over, and then Nicholas Maduro tries to say, "Hey, I'm the president again," you'd be like, "No, no, no, 
this guy's the president now. Yep. Like this, you know, he's the interim president for another 30 days until we can scrap up enough cash to, to get yeah. this going. Yeah, because that's I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to be really interesting. <clears throat> but it seems like if that's and in all all the conversation, all the podcasts that are talking about this right now, yeah. and all the articles, I haven't heard anybody mention anything about that. Right. So because it seems backwards that if like you're saying, if you if they need the funds to be able to get an election done, why yeah. are you not just giving that money to Juan Guaido? Because yeah. you got, you definitely have John Bolton said that. That there is uh, the embassy there has been essentially emptied, right? That most of the people are gone. That there's not anybody really from America there anymore, and there's the safety conditions are being monitored in Venezuela constantly, right? Says to me, there's obviously CIA on the ground, probably FBI on the ground. There oh, are yeah. feds there, right? Making sure everything doesn't go super crazy, or maybe trying to make everything go super crazy. However, they're being directed yeah. at that time, right? But there is absolutely ways to get that cash in the hands of Juan Guaido in in cash. You know what I'm saying? In straight dollars. There Just is a ship it over there. Like there is yeah. a way to do that. So if I, you knew where it was. And and I'm saying even the ship from Sitco, if you have it because that's an American company, it's a Venezuelan owned company that's yeah. in America, right? If you're taking that money but and you're putting the, it in an account, yeah. why can you not give that to Juan Guaido? Exactly. What the fuck is happening there? Because <laughs> that seems like the way to get it done. That seems like the way to get him in office is yeah. to get him that money. I mean, for us though, to to legally be able to do that. Seems interesting. Nicholas Maduro says that it's illegal for us to be taking money out of Citgo anyway because it's a Venezuelan company. You know, that we're just, we're holding all of the money. Well, I mean, but that's where the sanction is. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that allows you to do stuff like that, which is, you know, what put pressures on, it pressures the other country to, to kind of work with you and be like, okay, this is hurting us. What yeah. do we do? But I mean, I see that that's just playing out. And, you know, have you heard anything about the uh, the John Bolton alleged like notepad notes? Yes, about uh, military I troops. Did, and I did see that, and I was confused by it. Right in the article, it said that he was brandishing a yellow notepad, which I did see the legal notepad that apparently on the top said five thousand troops to Colombia. Yeah, um, which I don't. I mean, I was not fucking vigilantly watching the tape but i did not notice broadly or blatantly any notations on his notepad that i could no. see um i don't know because he also got questioned by somebody about colombian troops being in venezuela because supposedly there's twenty five thousand colombian military in venezuela right now which is a violation of some code that i don't remember what he said yeah. um you know about troops of another country being in a sovereign nation because right now venezuela is just kind of doing their own thing yeah. so so i'm not sure you know i, I don't really know how that would be it. done I, I don't i mean there's some people that are looking at even the little involvement we have now is potentially a you know assisting in a regime change for you know Oh, I would be game. i would be surprised if like i said the feds that were there are not having some direct hand in what's going on, you know, that are that there's at least not one dude walking around with Juan Guaido that's like, 
this is what America thinks. You know, this is kind of where we're at. Like, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, a CIA agent, something like that. That's like, that's his job. You know, an analyst uh, and then a guy with a gun next to him. You know, some NCIS so, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, some shit like that. I, I would be shocked if that wasn't the case already right now. Yeah, that's true. You know? I mean, that's what the CIA does. It, that's exactly their job. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's, I, I feel very confident that there are people there actively working with what, would be called by Nicolas Maduro the resistance there, you know, yeah. that are trying to get not a dictator in in power there because yeah. they would also probably really like someone that's like wants to put a real democracy in there and not like a socialism democracy. Oh yeah, you know, we're that, all about that spreading would be, democracy, man. Yeah, that would be more up, up America's alley. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting deal. I am I don't even want to say interested or intrigued to see how it turns out because those feel like disingenuous um but whatever the more intense word for that is that's that's what i am to see what happens um because i think that it will be interesting and i hope that it turns out okay because there are people dying there there's a humanitarian crisis yeah also also said they're gonna put up some money i didn't write down exactly how much money but for like medical and food supplies there you know yeah i'm like motherfucker you are always bitching about sending money other places and now you're like oh 30 million dollars let's you know send got to protect like democracy that. fuck you man that shit's so irritating and i listened to it sounds like such a john bolton <clears throat> thing to do i was at my grandma's house when president trump announced that he was ending the shutdown right yeah. i was there and i was holding the baby showing him off and stuff and so i watched that excuse me that rose garden you know briefing there and it just it's horrible it's like i watched it again this morning and it's have you watched that i don't Um, think so it's you should because it is probably a third just straight fear-mongering yeah um where he is talking about women and children having duct tape wrapped around their faces and around their mouths and being thrown into vans and taken and, you know, raped and whatever and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And like The Daily did an episode about that. It's, it is crazy. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be talking about it, but it's crazy that that's what the president is talking about. You know, that that is, that, that is cannot be classified to be anything else other than fear-mongering. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To be talking about people being raped and murdered and fucking kidnapped and thrown in vans so as to try and push forward your agenda. Yeah. That is fear-mongering. It's much different when The Daily does something like that. Yes. Because it's an inf- it's an actual informational piece. And it's piece. a fucking podcast. Yeah. It's not the president. Exactly. You know? This is an official government. You know, the, the top chair of the nation so bad that's why i have a problem with all his his twitter spouting off it's like god that is just it feels i can't help it i know it's 2019 but i can't help feeling like it is just beneath the president of the united states to get onto twitter and just start trolling people i don't like it i almost would rather the president not put out anything other than cookie cutter fucking like today i signed this piece of legislation or like i would really love to welcome you know so and so person from so and so country i would almost rather it just be shit like that yeah than for him to really be able to say whatever the fuck he wants like it's i would rather his twitter account be more like at potus than at real donald trump you know what i'm saying like that's what i would rather have is a little more at potus 
because that is yeah i don't want to shut the, the fuck behind up. the mask like, it's so bad it's so horrible and you can tell one of my least favorite things is you can tell when he goes off script you know like yes. the tone in his voice changes and just his mannerisms change it could and it's like fuck it's like, it's why that last episode we did when we yes. watched the thing you're like no it's so bad like, don't do it it's so bad it is. i just don't um and i'm sure some of it is comparative you know because we i think we've also talked about this before but regardless of how you feel personally about barack obama he's an incredible public speaker incredible orator like that's that's just a fact, right? Yeah. So I'm sure part of it is just comparative that the last president we had was such a great public speaker and this one is such a shitbag at public speaking that it's even worse, you know? Yeah. It, but it's, it's like adding really it's bad. salt on the wound. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so frustrating. Because I will straight up be the first to admit that when he stays on script is good. Like, it's not bad. You know, his... his, his Rhetoric is just fine, you know? yeah. But when he starts to go off, and he's like, "It's true, it's true, it really it's is." So like, true. Like it's that's just when so shit, true. That's when shit gets bad, and that's what I. Well, really it would be one thing if there was ever any substance in it, but it's these little branches of conversation that you yeah. have to take that go absolutely nowhere, and it's I don't want to hear that, man. You're right. so bad at this. It's horrible. Oh, some it just he dances around the point all the time. It's like that's what it always feels like. You just never get anything. There's nothing in the middle. It's just a fucking donut. Yeah, just a circle it goes around and around. It drives me nuts. It's a circle. It's a circle. <laughs> it's round. So what movie was that? Was that that's uh, wedding? Chuck no. and Larry. Chuck and Larry. Yeah, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Um, I think the only last thing that I have on Venezuela is that John Bolton also said that the president has made it very clear on this matter that all options are on the table, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Which really just means the president, unsurprisingly, has not ruled out military intervention in Venezuela. I would be surprised if that came down to be the case. But if it pops off too heavy, I also could see us sending some National Guard down there, some Marines, some shit like that, you yeah. know, to like... Well, that's the worry right now because Maduro still has the control of the military. Yeah. And with an an underfunded government that has to just pop in out of nowhere and run everything is, I mean, it's got to be, it's a pop-up democracy all over again. You know, it's, we're we're trying over. Do you think that, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just, I don't know. It's tough to say. What would happen because they they have no force behind it? It's, yeah, it's all there's no teeth. What do you think the likelihood is of instead of actual military intervention, we supply weaponry and funds to the Contras? Uh, not to the it Contras. Sounds, it sounds really to, interestingly to what similar. Would be probably called the new Contras, you know, in Venezuela, um, and. Because I think that's that's more likely to happen first, right? Yeah. That we would civil war breaks out. Then we would give we them revolution. We would give them weapons first, right? Yeah. Do you think if that is the case, that it takes the same path that it has in Afghanistan and all these other places that that we've talked about? I don't think so. I think you don't it think would. So no, it it kind of would be. I think, you don't think it's just a, a different because one of the reasons why like the 
the thing in the Middle East and stuff is so prolonged and just never ending. It's because there's a massive cultural difference. Yeah. Venezuela, not so much the same. Being in South America. Yeah, because this is more like a socialistic problem Yeah, than anything else. And, you know, we we've done a lot of that kind of stuff in Central America and stuff over the years. And, you know, it's hasn't always worked out great but at the you know in the long run maybe not too bad yeah a you know, better track record than the middle east anyways. much less likely to end up in some type of terrorist group or something like that yeah yeah i definitely i definitely can see that we're at the risk of sounding ignorant where's boko haram is that in africa is that where boko haram is i believe so so which is essentially the it's like the African arm of Al Qaeda, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. There's some kind of weird, like they're like cousins in a An way. Offshoot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and they're very, very active. Right. You know, it's scary. But I don't know if it would come to that. Yeah. Because I just think it's just fundamentally a different problem. Well, I don't know. It depends if all these terrorists that the president keeps talking about are coming really, up are Mexico. really in South America. Yeah. Know, they're really <laughs> in Mexico. Then maybe. Uh, I think you're probably right. It's probably more likely to end up in some type of drug trade, those weapons than anything else having to do with terrorism. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that makes it, sense. Yeah. It'll be, some, it'll just be a, a different beast. Yes, And it might be one that is temporary. Yeah. If, if that it's like, if the worst were to happen, you know, I wouldn't say the full worst, but the worst worst would be completely <laughs> open revolution. And you'd straight have, civil war. yeah, it's just a straight civil war. And Blood we'd have to streets. back the new, and that's kind of the scary part about it is these are not uh, – I mean, this is an established government already. Right. They're just kind of outcasting their thing. They just have no funding. Yeah. And so I don't know if it would – I just don't know if we've really seen much of that before. It's, just, it's not like a rebel group because it's, it's like a legit government. It's a legitimate – Actual, it's because you can't even call it like really a rebellion force. It's like an opposition group. Yeah, that's what it is. Like a political opposition group that has actual legitimate legal standing, but no military backing in that country. Yeah, that's the only deal. That's very interesting. That's the fucking. That's what revolution is, right? Yeah, but it's it's a modern day, you know, revolution in something that was essentially a, a democracy. Right. But now it's not. It's very, very strange. It's, it's very interesting, though. And I, I mean, it's kind of a twisted way because you're just essentially looking at the the big, big picture. You know, what's going to be in the history books? Yeah. And you're missing. It's easy to miss the everyday suffering that's going on. Like in Syria, you know, all that stuff that was going down. Uh, Yemen. It's just nobody. There's so many people dying. But you don't talk about that. It's more big picture. Right. You over you just overlook the tragedy part of it. It's <clears> that old Stalin's, you know, one death is a tragedy. Well, and I think the deal with specifically with Yemen, right, is the hand that America has in it. And that's why nobody wants to talk about it. It's yeah. or at least not anybody in the government itself, you know. Yeah, but since are, we're pretty clean from yeah, there. Because people and are you know, it's it's a socialistic kind of right. basically kind of weirdly communist at the same time that we don't like that still. Yeah, people are definitely reporting on what's going on in Yemen, but like the government does not want to talk about that because you yeah. then have to acknowledge the 
you know, like all the things that we've talked about, you know, the money that's that's flowing from us to Saudi Arabia and then into people dying in Yemen. You know? Yeah. They don't want to talk about that shit. Like President Trump would rather just talk about all the money that he's making from Saudi Arabia as yeah. opposed to what's happening with the weapons being sold. To yeah. Them. Don't look at the you don't know? look at how the sauce is just right. made. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Look at this big stack of cash I got over look here. Look at this. Look at that fucking wall I just built with this cash from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Go look at that shit. Ghost ride the wall. <laughs> Ghost ride the wall. <laughs> So I think that's all that I have for Venezuela. Um, do you have anything else for Venezuela? Uh, no, but uh, I had a really good segue, and I totally just lost it. Do you want to do a quick little on shutdown? The shutdown. Yeah. yeah. Um, so on the 25th, the government reopened. That's when the president came in and announced that he was signed a measure. He was going to reopen the government for three weeks until February 15th. Mm-hmm. And so it was a 35-day shutdown. Um, and at that point, you know, they're going to use this three weeks, hopefully, to try and get a budget passed, um, which was also irritating because he talked a bunch of shit about, you know, Democrats not doing their job and all this stuff. And like, they passed like five fucking bills in the House. Like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. You know? And Sarah Sanders did the same thing. She kept talking about Democrats, excuse me, doing their jobs. And like, you're an idiot. You know? <laughs> Do your jobs by voting what we tell you to vote an idiot yeah just pass it we're we're smarter than you just pass it yeah and the commerce secretary wilbur ross um he caught a bunch of shit because when he got asked about he said something like well i don't understand why any federal employees would go to food banks you know why they would like use any first services like that i don't know why they wouldn't um just go and take out loans right (laughs) and Ben Carson, um, the secretary for housing and urban development, he said, he said, well, people don't want to take out loans because there's interest on loans. So you don't have money right now. So then, so then you're going to get your pay and then you have to pay more money back to the bank than what you just got paid. It's like, mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense for anybody, right? And there's even people – so I think my really – Really, my only point with this, right, is that last time I was here, we talked about something that Riley asked us about, which was why didn't these people save more money? Oh, yeah. And there are certainly some people who probably lived very frivolous lives and spent their money in maybe not the best ways. um, And they could have saved more money and prepared better for this. Right. There's also people who are like landlords for Section 8 housing and like people who are subsidized by 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 HUD. Yeah. And by housing and urban development, those people have no choice in that matter. Like that's those people could not prepare better for that if they're having to pay their mortgages on their different apartments and their different properties that they own. Yeah. Like if HUD doesn't get paid and they don't get paid, they lose all those properties. There's nothing they can do about that. It's even then they're not making enough money to be able to pay for like I heard one woman, I, I don't remember on what it was, the daily or up first or something like that. She she's got like ten properties. She doesn't make enough money and profit off that every month to sustain her life and pay the mortgage on all 10 properties for X amount of time until she gets paid again. Like, yeah, that's a lot. That's of a money. lot of fucking money. A shitload of money, especially if you own apartment buildings. It's a fuckload of money that you have to pay in a mortgage every month. So and much. And if you're God. not getting paid from HUD, you will lose that shit. Because if you Quick. have... Quick, fast, yes. in a hurry. And there's also people who, like, anybody who just bought a house recently or anything big, like, no bank is want is going to want to give them more credit because they just pulled out $400,000 in a line of credit to buy a house. They're not going to want to loan them any more money because they just gave them $400,000. Yeah. Like, that's good. It's re- there's 
you can't get two credit cards too close together. Like I they think, won't let you do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just the I think that shows that there is a severe disconnect at that level looking. I mean, these people it's crazy. you gotta understand, I mean, these are the the they may not necessarily be the richest class of people in America, but like these high ranking political figures are certainly not middle class. They're certainly, certainly not middle class. And they just live a completely separated life from from all of us. And so he, they, you know, when he said, I don't know why people don't just go get loans. Like right. I know I get loans all the time and I have, <clears throat> mil- I literally have millions of dollars and it's not a problem. I don't see why you can't just go get a little $2,000 loan. Right. Because you don't know how it works, man. No, no bank is going to give you a $2,000 loan if you just got laid off right that's no what you do not have any incentive for anyone to loan you any money if you just lost your job and there's some banks like like i know that like navy federal credit union like they were they're loaning people however much money they're supposed to get in their pay and yeah. then as soon as they get paid back it'll just get taken right out of that you know yeah. and there's like no interest loans or what the fuck ever but there's some banks there was a list in this new york times article that i read like chase bank and something like that that like, don't do personal loans. Mm-hmm. So if you bank there, you can't even go and get a personal loan. Like, that's not an option for you. You have to go to another bank if you're going to try and get a personal yeah. loan. And even if you can get a personal loan, I don't want to take it a personal loan. I don't want to do that. That sucks. I don't. Again, like you said, I, I got to pay all my back pay back. Yes. Plus interest. interest. Because yeah. you didn't have your shit together when I pay your fucking salary anyway. But I should have to pay more money back to the bank for you to take from them? Fuck you. Yeah. That doesn't make no fucking sense. A way to charge the American people again for the fucking shutdown. Just go take out a loan, man. It's good for the economy. It'll it'll stimulate the economy. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Like, that is bullshit. I I absolutely agree that it shows an insane disconnect between those people and the people that are actually being affected. The federal workers that are actually being affected by the shutdown or were being affected by the shutdown. And this is that's a perfect segue into another kind of aspect of that that i wanted to talk about yes and that was that the job numbers came back for during the shutdown right and there was a there was a ton of new jobs that were added (laughs) a ton (laughs) yeah a shit ton and it was weird because unemployment rate also ticked up like 0.1 percent i think it's it's up to 4.0 now yes but uh yeah the so just coming from a, a business standpoint, I I hired somebody recently that I got from the furlough. Yes, and so I I can see how that would could have possibly good aspects for the economy. Well, so let especially me, from a libertarian point of view. So let me ask you this, right? Because I wonder if saying that jobs went up, I would wonder if. Those federal employees that were furloughed, right? That did not lose their jobs, mm-hmm. but were furloughed, but went and got a second job. Oh, but are, are both quit. of those jobs, be, but are not quitting, but are waiting until the government reopens because they don't know, you know, two weeks in, they don't know that it's going to be 35 days. They just know that it's been 14 days and I got to go get a part time job because I need to check. Yeah. Right. So are both of their jobs counting towards that number? Because they're still technically employed by the federal government. They're just furloughed and aren't going to work. And now they have a second job working at a fucking Hobby Lobby or whatever the fuck, you know, to get a paycheck until they go back to their regular job. Are both of those jobs counting? Or 
just the one job that they're working currently at that time. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just the I don't know how that works. That's what I'd, I'd be curious for. Yeah. yeah I think it's because it's generally geared, I think, when they do job numbers. In, it's all private sector. Yeah. I mean, they keep track of the, the federal numbers, but okay. nobody nobody ever talks about that. So, so then that would make sense as to why the job numbers would at least it would continue go to go up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now I'm curious if they'll go back down. Yeah. Cause they've because, been growing slowly, yeah. um, you know, consistently and slowly jobs have been going up and then like wages just started to go up mm-hmm. within the last couple of months. So that's very interesting. Yeah. But, I just got another raise. Someone tried to the economy's good right now, man. <laughs> Word. I had a good Christmas. You know? um, <laughs> yeah. Someone tried to make an argument to me one time that the unemployment numbers were going down because people had more than one job or something like that. I guess people had multiple jobs. That's weird. And I was like, but they count the amount of unemployment claims, not like people that aren't working. Like, because if you're just not working, then they're not going to count you as unemployed because they barely know that you fucking exist. Exactly. They're they're counting (laughs) unemployment claims, not people who aren't working. Exactly. Yeah, they may keep track of those statistics on the side just to see how many people can, you know, if you're only working a part-time job, then that's all you can do or something. You can get some kind of benefits some places. Right, right. And so we don't know how many people those are, but still it doesn't matter because that's not what we're counting. That's the whole, it's, it's apples and oranges. You're, you're talking about a totally different thing, man. Yeah. Totally different. You work in a strange place. Yes, you do. (laughs) Provides great conversation. (laughs) Oh, but so essentially you know, Trump said something about uh, State of the Union's coming up on Tuesday. Is that what it's going to be? Is on yeah, Tuesday? It's what? going to be on Tuesday. And he said he's, you know, he'd have an announcement on, you know, something about border security and the shutdown and stuff like this. I'm sure. But, uh, you know, we're, what, one week into reopening? I think we got two more yes. weeks left. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what happens because there's it's a three-week stopgap funding, essentially. And it the it was contingent on, you know, essentially Congress figuring out a an immigration plan, which you know again is it's the same argument that we've been having during the shutdown. But now it's like okay, we'll reopen for a little bit. You guys figure it out by in three weeks or else. Right, or else the government will shut down again. Yeah, because the president has said, Sarah Sanders has said. They're not afraid to do that again. She would continue every time she was asked. So, like, is that an option? Are you guys going to not do that? Because I guess there's been talk about passing a bill, passing a bill into a law that makes it like illegal to shut down the government. You know what I'm saying? Or like some such shit. Hmm. And um, she's like, well, you know, we don't want to shut down the government. Like, you know, we don't we don't want to do want that. To. Like, so, you know, we just need the Democrats to do their job so we don't even need to talk about it. And they're like, but wait, we're asking you if you would do it. And she's like, well, we don't want to do that. Like, well, we don't want to do that. Yeah. Just say, we don't want to do it. But you're going to do it? We don't want to do it. Yeah, you bitch. Yeah. I hate so, her. I'm, I'm going to smash your, uh, your hands with this hammer here. I mean, I don't want to do it. You're not giving me any choice. You're not giving me any choice. I got to do it. No, you don't, man. You could always, we could always not do that and still just fund the rest of the government and figure out, just get, you know, work on getting a better funding plan. You're not happy about the situation now. Got it. But it is what it is. Why does everybody have to go without a paycheck? Let's just fix it while it's on, while it's still working in some way. Well, and there's also, 
uh, like SNAP, Medicare, Medicaid, like those those services are going to run out of money. You know, yeah. they only have so much reserve funds to go in, mm-hmm. and at that point, those benefits stop being put out. Yeah, you know, that's going to be a huge problem. There's a lot of people that are on food stamps that, regardless, you know, again of what your opinion is of people on food stamps, because I truly believe that a majority of those people need those benefits. You're going to have a fucking huge problem on your hands if those people can't get food. Like, that's a big problem. Yeah. You have that many people that can't get food. That's a big problem, you know? I don't... I mean, I don't want to say a Venezuela problem, but... Bad shit. You know? Yeah. You you can't have that. And so, yeah, it's just... It don't... It just doesn't make sense in my mind again. We've talked about the shutdown so much, but... I almost want to say... I don't know if that's the case, right? And I don't I don't think that would be the case. But if that's the case that SNAP benefits run out of funding and people go without them, like there is the first period where people don't get their food stamps, I don't know how he sees a second term after that. Yeah. I don't know how that's even feasible for him to get a second term. If he I think had- as a reasonable mind, I don't see him getting a second term. Regardless, I don't anyway, but I didn't think yeah. he was going to get into office the first time. So <laughs> right? I'm trying not to rule it out. But I'm saying that truly, I feel strong enough that if people go one term, one whatever, one yeah. cycle they without SNAP one, benefits, yeah. he, he will not see a second term. Hell no. He will not. Because a, a lot of those people I think he supports. Federal workers and shit. Yeah, I think they support him. And that's uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, the moment that his base doesn't get, uh, you know, the people in his base that are that have those benefits don't get them. Well, there's been talk about the people from his his base being unhappy with the Venezuela thing. Yeah, there's been people talking about how him reopening the government for this three weeks was was gonna he was gonna negatively affect his base. Well, because you know? he was saying, you know, that he thinks that the people who support him the most would tell him to keep doing what he's doing mm-hmm. and i i didn't fucking believe him you know but if that's the case if people reporting that they're pissed that he's opening up the government again mm-hmm. then i guess that is true i mean that i've heard rather i've you know, heard people say that you know especially down you know he gets these certain border patrol agents that um they'll say that you know these really high-ranking ones and stuff like that but you know i will say like the Coast Guard did a really good job of not of being public and doing what they were supposed to do in the media during the shutdown without blaming the government, like pointing fingers too bad. At the actual, there was a couple of them where you had like the the admiral of the Coast Guard or, or was the chief petty officer of the Coast Guard maybe that made a video and was saying just because politicians can't do their jobs, you know, and I don't think he's ever going to get in any trouble for that. But no. They were. Pretty, it's not like it's not true. Yeah, but they weren't supportive of it. They were just supportive of their people. They didn't render much of an opinion, right? Other than this fucking sucks, and you know <clears throat> we're doing what we can, and we are not getting paid. Yeah, which was. But they did now. They got their back pay. Yeah, that's good. It came through finally. Yeah, I knew they'd already passed the bill. I just wasn't sure exactly when yep. it would come through. And my little fucking minion at work. Um, it was tax time, right? We got W twos and stuff out. And he had already gotten his return back. What? And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. When did you get it back? He's like, and this was like earlier this week. And I was like, okay, well, I guess technically the government's open, so I'm not that pissed. But it still seems soon. 
I, haven't I don't know. my taxes yet. I mean, if, yeah, I mean, April. April 1st. <laughs> but uh, I don't wait until April to file my taxes. No, by the we way. just picked up Jordan's W-2 like yesterday. Yeah. Um, so I am, or the day before. We got it by the end of the legal deadline just mm-hmm. so that her fucking work is protected. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm going to try and get it done this week before I go back to work. Yeah. I just know I always end up having to pay taxes. And so I'm like, oh, let me just put it off one one more month. Yeah. Also, okay. my fucking kid being yeah. born fucking 22 days late. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? They just you increased got- the child fucking family tax credit, man. I yeah. want that four grand. <laughs> Give me that. What? Fuck, dude. Oh, you missed out on that. Next year is going to be sick, though. Yes. So that's what's up. You know, I like that. <laughs> We'll see. That's so funny. There was not happy about that. Like, I love you, but fuck, dude. You <laughs> fucked me over. Well, there, I mean, in, in his defense, her due date was always in January, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But yeah. so this is on you. Yeah. This is your I fault. Know, I know I did this. <laughs> and he was he's just fine. He was like the perfect size. So he's yeah, good to go. He is awesome. So he's he's perfect. First time I ever held a baby. You and your wife. Yeah. It was weird. Which, just so everyone knows, they literally didn't say anything at all. Like, both of them allowed me to hand them the baby. And then was like, by the way, I've never held a baby before. <laughs> like, what? what? <laughs> Who does that? Who does that and doesn't say anything about it? <coughs> Apparently the offies. Apparently. So. Well, I just never really thought about them before. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I've held, like, toddlers. But not baby babies. Not baby babies. Not infants. But I've seen it done so many times. I know all the rules. Yeah. I think I did a pretty good job. You did. You did. It was gold. Like a pro. Like a pro. <clears throat> Took a big hit of that vape pen. Now I'm like <laughs> coughing over here. So what do you want to talk about next? Do you want to break me down some Democratic candidates? Oh, dude, it? sure. This Because okay. this is just good old-fashioned fun for me. As far as like news newsworthiness, yeah. it's really not that much. It's kind of more for the insider political people. Yeah, because one of our... Because this is fun for me. One of our fans... The salty balls, the salty uh, balls. Yep. Josh, Josh K. Um, he hit me up this week and he asked me like, you know, what do you think about what's his name, Charles Schultz? What's Charles oh, Schultz? That's is that him or is yeah. that the guy who did peanuts? Or Howard Schultz? <laughs> yeah, so, Charles Schultz did Howard. peanuts, right? Yeah. So peanuts. Yeah. So Howard Schultz. Um, he asked me, he's like, what do you think about like him? You know, being. Yeah, the running. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't know shit about Howard Schultz. I don't yeah. know nothing about his politics. Second of all, I don't give a fuck about all these people who are saying that they're running for president. I'm like, <laughs> maybe let me see you in like on stage at a debate. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then I'll talk about what I think about what you got going on. Yeah. But I'm not going to start throwing around speculation about all these people. Like I said that are saying they're running for president. Like, if you don't even raise enough money, you can't even actually be there. So I'm going to wait, you know? Well, all these people, I will preface that uh, they have already formed exploratory panels, which so means that's, that's, you, that's just always what you do first. Yeah. And then you, and then you officially declare. And, yeah. But a good number of them have officially declared. Yeah. Uh, which is just really interesting, especially looking at who they are. All right. It's like, so, oh, this is so – let's get got? some good old-fashioned infighting between – Kamala, not not Kamala, Kamala Harris. Yeah, well, now, she actually said that a couple of weeks ago. She's oh, like, "My really? name is 
Kamala. Not Kamala Harris. Yeah, I was like, damn. Well, and she said, like, when President Trump got elected that she was going to run next time. Mm-hmm. So we, we've been waiting for that. And I know... She got some hot water, though, recently. Because she used to have some for, like some old conservative shit. Is that what you're talking about? Or? Was she, it was her um, support of... What, what am I thinking? Medicaid for all? Medicare for all? Oh, yeah, yeah. The Bernie Sanders yeah. plan. And there were some... She kind of made some step backs, some walk backs. And, she said something about, like, who needs the private sector? You know? And then, yeah, then her team were like, well, essentially she was exactly looking to, what. yeah. Sounded like she was hinting at abolishing the private insurance industry, which is crazy. And a straight nationalization of the yeah. healthcare. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. There's a lot of problems. And I think, and maybe I have some mixed feelings about insurance companies and the way they run their shady fucking business but it's a good idea still to have it it's just it's let's make yes. it not as shady yes let's no definitely maybe regulate the insurance company a little bit just to say okay this is how this operates definitely it should be an option you know it's, for supplemental coverage i mean think about it with as much reliance as we have on the health insurance industry you would almost want it to be regulated as similarly to a utility like yeah. PSE and stuff like that. Right. You know, your electric companies, your, your you water know. companies, stuff, you know, stuff like that. Maybe it's like, kind of like that social media. Should we be regulating the internet like a, a utility? Maybe. But maybe that's another industry that we just, that's the way our system works now. We're just not We just need to yet. make sure it, it don't, you know, we don't fuck with it. It can still be privately run, but it's government subsidized and essentially government regulated. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't like talking about that stuff, but every now and again, it's like, well, I, you know, I'm not that hardcore of a libertarian. I still like things like, you know, your everyday, you know, police officers, fire departments, all these publicly funded drivers. You know, yeah. I still like some of those things, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of the seatbelt law. I don't know why, <laughs> but you know, cause it's safe. It's for safety. Yeah. You know, freedom, but let's be smart people. It's yeah. not all just be stupid. Uh, but so, well, so yeah. interesting thing about Howard Schultz. Yes. Well, no, I'll skip him for later. Okay. Elizabeth Warren, as we know, she yes. got really weird and drank beer on social media. Yeah. And I'm going to have I, a beer. Yeah. And her poor Honey, husband. Do you want a beer? No. The latest, however, was Cory Booker. Word. Spartacus. He declared. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Spartacus was hanging around Newark and he officially announced it in uh, his home state of newark new jersey which you know he was mayor of i believe for a long time really and uh you know let's just say newark isn't the greatest place to live he's kind of a douche he is a douche man come on so Uh, kirsten gillibrand our our lovely robot hillary clinton 2.0 yeah and uh Let's see. Tulsi Gabbard is, and I know, is still doing her thing. And but, I don't know dick about Tulsi Gabbard. You were telling me about her before. But. She had some skeletons in her closet that it, it kind of came out. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if just purely on a ca- candidate form now, is she too tainted to even mess with? So I don't know if she'll even have any legs. She, but her staff to, left. I'm and, not willing to write anybody off. At this point, you know. At this point. You got a motherfucker that said grab him by the pussy who's sitting in the Oval Office. So I'm <laughs> this not, is true. I'm not willing to write anybody off. And that's yeah. like the shitty thing about 2019, you know, the 2020 election. It's like, 
Who knows? Dude? Who knows? Who even knows? I just I I wish the this Republicans motherfucker might get primaried. You know? Yeah, like I I wish the Republicans would push to put a replacement up. Oh yeah, but there's just there's too many of them that had converted to you know Team Trump. I think they I think they might. You know I think that's a certainly a possibility that he gets primaried. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, well, yeah, especially when depending on when he goes to hit the campaign. Yeah. campaign trail you know and there's there's so much there's so many tweets to be tweeted in between oh, now oh, and man. the republican national convention that's so that, exciting you know and they can pick whoever they want you know they can totally they can totally bernie sanders him and just fucking bone him you know Dude, and just pick someone could. else anyway but i don't so. think there's enough i don't think there's enough like of the underground. There's so much time. There's so much time. There's so much time in politics. I just wish I had that much faith. Like, we got to wait and see what happens in Afghanistan. We got to wait and see what happens in Venezuela. We'll yeah. see what happens in China. He's talking about meeting with North Korea again. Like, there's so is much. He gonna, there's is so he going to have shit. a legal battle with this, you know, possible thing he's yeah, yeah, around the, with the declaration of a national emergency yes well and you know the roger stone shit and yeah. like which i don't know that much about but all this stuff that seems to be circling closer and closer you know into like whatever's going on and i don't know what's really going on but the people who are getting picked up are getting closer and closer to the president yeah but and you keep uh, hearing it people keep saying it's oh it's getting close yeah it's getting close yeah i think it's getting close in bob Mueller's time i don't right. think it's getting close to like our time no it's gonna be a while yet no but you know we started they started with papadopoulos mm -hmm. and have worked their way now to roger stone you know who's like yeah apparently like this with the president or was like this with yeah. the president so richard nixon tattoo on his back <laughs> that is so weird to think about so when you crazy. see him that is so weird yeah uh but yeah he's in that was one thing we were gonna hit he's uh he got arrested his house was raided his offices were raided and he's out on bond now what did he get arrested for but he is charged with obstruction witness tampering and making false statements for what do you know uh some stuff that he's you know essentially it's like lying to the fbi and congress it's um the obstruction stuff has to do with a lot of the uh through witness tampering because he's been so public lately and yeah. saying a lot of things and even during the investigation and all that it was kind of you know you're you could essentially be witness tampering because you're talking to the witnesses before the trial and all this stuff and we don't know yet what yeah. supposedly he's lied about just that they're saying that he has lied is that yeah true? and i think it's his involvement in, uh in communications with wikileaks and then, therefore, Goosefer 2.0 and all this stuff. And, you know, there's another guy that's involved oh, in Oh, right. Too. The WikiLeaks. Okay, now I remember. Right, yeah. right. That he supposedly... He's a he comedian. Was, and he was tweeting about um, when WikiLeaks drops were going to come out of Podesta's emails. That's what it was. Yeah. Now, so he's, he has allegedly been in cahoots with WikiLeaks and Julian Assange and whoever yeah, the fuck but I think else. it's through a third person. Yes. And yeah. the other guy is also kind of being involved in this too and there's some there's a guy that was on Joe, Joe Rogan um, I think it was last week or something like that but he's he's a comedian who's tied to that kind of investigation as well. 
just because it's like he knows this guy through this guy through this guy. So they're like going back and talking to people about like pretty deep into these people's, you know, personal lives. There's a, it's a deep investigation. Man. Yeah, so who knows? Oh, Robert Mueller out here getting shit going. And I, somebody brought this up the other day. I think it was on commentary. But how much have you heard from Ivanka Trump lately? Oh, not, not much, a lot. Not shit. There's, she had some type of scandal, right? Oh, her emails. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she was using like a, a private server. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't heard from her since then. She is not talking to nobody disgraced papa disgraced papa trump in the way his number one enemy did yeah bro you can't be doing that and you're blonde you come on idiot. girl you're smarter than that you idiot but she's hot so nobody cares Word. everybody's just like oh she's just not talking what's what's up <laughs> she looks nice though <laughs> i mean i don't listen to much of what comes out of her mouth anyways yeah it's not very substantive her and, Every now and again. Her and Jared Kushner. Yeah. Okay, so before we finally wrap up the presidential things, there was something I wanted to ask you about, Howard yes. Schultz, right? Yeah. So he's the CEO of Starbucks. Jay yes. Inslee, our governor, had come out and said that he thinks that he should either drop out or pull out or join Democrats and fight at, to be – you know, win the primary as a Democrat and do it under the Democratic label because otherwise – you're going to be pulling voters away and you'll help reelect Trump. And so what are your thoughts on that idea of not voting for independents like Jill Stein or, you know, Bernie Sanders or something like that? That strikes me as a surprisingly ignorant statement. Um, in, in first of all, the way that I do understand that Howard Schultz is like CEO of Starbucks, you know, so people are like, oh, you're from the Pacific Northwest, you fucking liberal, whatever. But he also owns an enormous fucking company. Yeah. And like people are going to like that shit the same way they liked Donald Trump owning a company, even though he'd been bankrupt four times or whatever. You yeah. know, Howard Schultz, as far as I know, has never lost all of his money. Like he's, as far he as I know, with been, a little coffee shop been and fine. now it's yeah. worldwide. So. I, people are going to like that. And the, that's the same that people, like I said, that liked that about President Trump. So he's not only he's not just going to pull votes away from the Democrats. He's going to pull votes away from the Republicans also. Yeah. Because he can a- appeal to all. That's why he's running as independent yeah. so that he can try and appeal to all people. Yeah. And I also think that's surprising and ignorant because of this super delegate bullshit. And James is a fucking super delegate. I'm pretty sure. So you're an idiot because and he's also going to be running too. Yeah. Because so he's, just, these, he's like, no, he you runs every drop out. He runs all the time. Yep. James Lee ain't winning shit. Never it's ain't winning shit. So no, that's just wasting money. Shockingly ignorant from a man who is himself a super delegate in Washington state. He's an idiot though. Like decided to send his vote. Taylor Clinton when most people here wanted Bernie Sanders. You fucking idiot. I believe like, that you had once said. Oh, shit. Oh. That's all right. What did you drop? My phone. Oh, no. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> oh, but, it, you know, I think it was on a couple shows ago. You know, because of Jay Inslee, hydroelectric yes. power is now, it's not considered a green yeah, energy. Yeah, he's going to fuck everything up when it comes to, y'all motherfuckers think that because he's a Democrat that he's going to look out for you when it comes to, you know, climate change and all this shit but he wants your tax money because yeah. take a little washington state we got all this water but for some reason it's not green because of the f- fucking fish and deer and whatever's <laughs> gonna get sucked up into it whatever dude i love animals too i love animals 
But that's this green energy, son. That is green energy. That makes our state look way better. And then all those granola crunchy people can be like, we're like a really green state. We have all of this green energy and all this shit, like hydroelectric dams, fucking solar energy for, you know, when it's sunny five days a year. And we have the wind energy because it's stormy all the time. And like, we also smoke lots of ganja. Yeah, I'm, that's that's <laughs> dumb. Jay Inslee is a, he's a prick. Yeah. Is. Jay Inslee is a prick. But that, I mean, that does. Cory Booker's a douche. That is a very common talking point when it comes to uh, looking at how you feel about third party candidates. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, it's just stupid because they're going to pull votes away from us. And I think that's incredibly stupid. That's dumb. Because if you're pulling, if people are having to settle for you. Yeah. Because you're just not the smellier piece of shit. If that is so undemocratic. If that's going to be your argument, then you should also be in favor of doing away with superdelegates because then that would be a valid argument because now it's not. That's stupid. Like yeah. there is enough superdelegates in every state. I'm pretty sure, right? And I'll fact check this, but I'm pretty sure that there is enough superdelegates in every state to provide a majority to flip it whichever way it's going to go. So what the fuck? Like that doesn't even make any sense. That's ignorant. That's and the I don't, beautiful thing about politics anybody, these just days. Just for anybody who doesn't know what a superdelegate is. Because I had to look it up. I didn't know. I was confused on what it is. I just knew delegate superdelegates, right? So the way that the system works voting is that there's X amount of delegates from each state based on the population of the state, right? Is it proportionate to the amount of representatives? Is that what it is? Or is it more than that? It's just... That I'm is not really totally matter. sure. So anyway, it's based on the population of the state. You have X amount of yeah. delegates for that state, right? And that's where the actual, what's it called? The electoral college, that's what this is, yes. right? That's what the delegates are, right? So there's also a thing called a superdelegate in every state. Then, like I said, I think that is also, I think there's enough superdelegates in every state to provide a majority, right? And those superdelegates, the delegates that are there are broken up by counties and by sections districts that's probably what they're called and their vote in the electoral college is based off of the votes from the people in their district right but the superdelegates can vote however they want irregardless of how their districts voted even if like i said they're all of their districts voted for bernie sanders so irregardless they can, regardless i love I, that know, one regardless of <clears throat> What you fucking you did. Um, I couldn't let it go. Regardless of how their constituents voted. Like I said, yes. even if they all voted for Bernie Sanders, they can still say that they want Hillary Clinton. And in that case, their delegation vote goes to Hillary Clinton, the Electoral College vote goes to Hillary Clinton, and the state goes to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So that is ignorant as shit. It is. It's That's it's surprising. a it's like a built in loophole that you can tap into and, yeah. and use in an emergency, That's which they did, happen. and it's part of the reason Bernie never got to be the candidate. Yeah, because he oh, would have been if the, he would have been the candidate. I think against Donald Trump. Oh, and he would have still ended up. Yeah, I think he would have won. I he do. I I think that he would have won. Can I don't have imagine? enough research or numbers on me for us to have a debate about it or like even like a real big conversation. Mm -hmm. But I so, feel confident that. Provided between the two choices, I he think, would have. I think so. I think so too. I really do. I think it I would have been close. Of, it I think there was a lot been. of people that were just like Hillary Clinton. 
Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, no. But I ain't voting for no, the other no, guy. She's a terrible, terrible candidate. Yeah. And just so everyone knows, there's a difference between like not being qualified and just being a terrible candidate, you know, mm-hmm. because you couldn't argue that she's not qualified. She's been in politics for a fucking bajillion years. Her whole life. She's more than qualified she knows on how paper works. to be president. You know what I'm saying? But she's was a horrible candidate. That she's like the most untrustworthy candidate probably since Richard Nixon yeah. after Watergate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> probably. So I don't know I don't know what the the deal was there, you know? I'm sure part of it was like the like the glass ceiling thing, you know, that like they would love to like have another like a another like a, it's a gonna female. sound shitty, but like another minority president, you know, like yeah. that would be like like a cool thing. But I also think that shitty as this is, there's some people that like the novelty had worn off, you know. Like we just had like a black eyes president, so that's like, you know, fucking just do whatever. Like we don't need to have another woman president. Like it, it didn't seem as pertinent at that time because there was just another barrier that had been broken you know not only was was he president he was president for two terms like for as long as you can be and then he left you know Mm -hmm. people loved him so i don't think that i don't like i said i I think it it wasn't as big of a deal i think that had barack obama not been president and hillary clinton had she also would not have fucked around with these emails like she like she did if he wasn't president she would have stood a better chance to be president i think yeah if barack obama had not been president but i would rather him be president than her any day so yeah right (laughs) i'll take that yeah i would take that any day you know i get it bet that's so funny that's what i think that's what my you know two three year political educated mind thinks two three year old yeah i like that it's still pretty new so new so and it's always trying to stay. It's always trying to. What's the word? Learn, and stay up to date. I mean, it never yeah. stops taking that in. Yeah. So it has to grow. It is growing, and maybe one day when we're like fifty, we'll actually know what the fuck we're we'll talking about. Know, all the time. We will have been around for long enough and had enough political experience to really kind of know what we're yeah, talking like, about. <laughs> like when Barack Obama was president. This happened. And then President Trump happened. And they're going to be like, oh, what dark times. Yesterday (laughs) yesterday we were driving around and Jordan said, we were talking about Venezuela and stuff like that and like what we were going to talk about today. And she said, I can't wait to see what they write about him in the history books. I'm like, it's going to be crazy. You know, it's going to 2018 just in history books in general is going to be like shit was wild. You know, like, like that's just, that's what the chapter is going to be called is shit was shit wild. Was wild. Like, yeah, it was insane. This guy became president. Can you imagine? It was fucked up. Like, man. Yeah. yeah just some of like the histories now we get from like the revolutionary time and civil war time. Yep. I mean, like another 20 years we're going to have, I mean, there's books about it right now. This is all contemporary memoirs. Now there's videos. Everybody's got a book deal. There's going to be pictures of his tweets, I bet, in the history books. Oh, yeah. Like just screenshots of his tweets. Yeah. Or certainly quotes from his tweets in there, you know? That's terrifying. Yeah. Especially because that's why he switched off that POTUS account. Yeah. From Twitter yeah. because, oh, there's all this shit is going to be documented now. Because it all goes right into Robert Mueller's pocket if he doesn't. Yeah. And that's why. Robert Mueller's pocket. Yep. <laughs> if he tweets from the POTUS account. That's right. It's all evidence. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Is that all we got for our Democratic candidates? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Word. We took a little sidetrack there no, a few times. Good. 
You want to take a break or do you want to move on? What do you want? We can take a break real quick and then come back to uh, the only thing we've really got left is the uh, the new abortion laws and yep. abortion and then, talk. And then the house bill. Yeah. And then I only have a little bit of sports because we're just coming down to the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yeah. And we can get the fuck out of here. Word. Cool. So enjoy some upper left, baby. We'll be right back, dog. Welcome to the salt of the streets. Coming at you every week with this food for thought. Hope you're ready to eat. With everything going on in this nation, we need some information. And that's why salt need to be stationed in your rotation. With real talk and real topics, real people, real problems. Think we need some help to solve them and leave it up to Colin and the Donovan. Cause that's what, what's that? Oh, let's get ready. And welcome back, everybody. That was a great break. I'd say it was a great pick. I had a nice little... I had a, one of them little uh, date bars, little snacky snack. Is that what you were eating? Yeah. Yeah, they're called RX bars. They're money. Yeah, I It's all like sure. dates, and there was the one I like is like dark chocolate with uh, sea salt on it. It looked good. Wicked good. Yeah. I'm a sucker for those like fig bars. Not fig bars, date bars. Our neighbor, um, Olivia, shout out Olivia, who just had twin girls. Like, Whoa, congratulations. Um, we brought her like a pot pie and some other shit. She saw us coming in for the circumcision yesterday and gave us a cheesecake. Oh. And just yesterday morning I was in the shower and I was like, I want a fucking cheesecake so bad. And then not four hours later she brought us one. So I'm going to eat that today when I get home. Because I did so eat any about last that. night, but I'm going to eat some today. We went to Butcher and Baker yeah. last night. And uh, which totally just found out later on that night from the girl that owns the wine bar that I used to work for the two people that started that place. They were my head chefs when I was at that Port Gamble store. When I first got out of the Coast Guard, that was my first job. Yeah. And I, those two were my head chefs. Word. And when the restaurant essentially was going under and they sold it off, they went up and started Butcher and Baker. It's like, dude, that's insane. But. I forgot the point I was making, but it was good. Delicious. Food at Butcher and Baker. Yeah, food's awesome. I don't remember. Oh, the the desserts are huge there. That was a thing. And so we brought home some desserts last night uh, and had like, what was it? It was a banana mousse cheese or a cake. Really? Uh, Yeah, it was like, it's deliciously layered. It had like something a boozy caramel on it fed them to your drunk wife yeah 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 we did have some of that (laughs) really what it was is you know usually you go in there you order something and it's a nice little slice of big piece though you know and uh but every now and again if there's not enough to like technically make two pieces they'll just give you the whole stack oh shit so we walked out with a mass stack cake so we have lots of that left i like that oh that's what's up man it's so good so before we get rolling into this, have you ever seen the movie Midnight in Paris? No. O- Owen Wilson? Mm-mm. Oh, it was a good movie. We watched that last night. Highly recommend, especially if you're into like the, the 20s at all, uh, especially like the 20s in the like the artsy 20s. What is it about? Uh, it's about this guy who... Owen Wilson. Yeah. This American couple goes to Paris and he's like a writer an aspiring writer and he mm-hmm. writes movies and stuff like that and his wife's like super super americanized like rich snobby but he ends up taking these walks in the in paris and then at midnight every night his like a car shows up but it's this old-timey 20s car and 
gets in there and then it takes him to these bar this bars and stuff and he meets all these like historical writers like Hemingway and all these artists and really yeah it's really crazy that's kind of cool he, and then like at the end of the, every night he he's backed into his normal spot but it's a good movie that's little, weird little rom com type thing Midnight in Paris it's a Woody Allen film you ever watch much Woody Allen yeah yeah it was very much a Woody Allen film we'll say that though the dialogue everything. I think if Woody Allen wasn't so old, he would have played the main character instead of Owen Wilson. Because that's what he always does. <laughs> like Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Clint Eastwood always in his own movies. Yes, because Clint Eastwood, But Clint Eastwood could do that. Clint Eastwood's great. Okay, Woody Allen is weird. But Clint Eastwood is badass. Yeah. You know what's not badass? The new, in my opinion, <laughs> in my opinion, is these uh, the new abortion laws? Oh my god! I one that it. came into New York. <laughs> I love it. I love that it. was a rough segue. I love it. Tell me about it. Uh, I don't know about this one. You don't know about these. Okay, so recently, the state of New York um, essentially abolished and changed the laws on the uh, abortion legalities, and they made it legal to have a essentially a late stage abortion. Like up to how many weeks? It was. It, uh, there is not really an up to anymore. It's kind of. This is a New York State. Yes, it's a New York State law. So you can. There are late trimester abortions now allowed in. How is that even? It's constitutionally legal. It's the well. That's the thing. They're saying that this would reinforce Roe v. Wade. What? Because. A lot of people are saying they, they're doing this, and you're seeing one now that we'll talk about in a minute in Virginia, and that people are saying is just this is passing state legislature in case the Supreme Court tries to challenge Roe v. Wade. That is not how that works. And yeah, you I know. also can't pass state laws that are unconstitutional federally. But I mean, I guess you shit. Yeah, because there's nothing. I that, guess you can, yeah. you know, because Roe v. Wade essentially set the bar for uh, for abortion to be considered a health risk and not, you know, like a legal a legal thing. Yeah, you know? and that's that was what it really did because it but allows. They set a guideline in there that like after like yeah, it's had a lot of and that's in different states is every state's different. They all add on to it and change it. Yeah, but uh, essentially this is. It, I mean, it's a pretty hardcore, man. Really? Yeah, and I don't. How the fuck does that work? I know, and I would be really interested because it's just been, you know, timing is a bitch. But this is—it's weird that you just had a baby, and now I'm interested to kind of see your, because I think I, you know, ever especially ever since you were pregnant, and, you know, you talked about like how some of your views had started to change when you right. decided about kids and right because you know. I remember I do remember talking about that um, where. I was in a weird place that I am certainly in favor of a woman's right to choose. But at the point, I think Jordan was like 16, 18 weeks pregnant, which is like still within that 20 week, you know, like a acceptable window, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, a 24 weeks. Where, you know, I couldn't like, I don't know, like at that point if Jordan was like, I'm going to have an abortion. I would be like, what? Are you fucking serious? Like that's, you know, like I would yeah. have a really hard time with that, you know. Um, but that's also a very personal case, you know. And in, in general, mm -hmm. I would support a woman's right to choose for any number of reasons, you know. Um, so I, 
I guess I don't understand why it needs to be such a radical law. Like, why does why does it need to be that it allows late late term abortions? Because that just opens up a fucking I don't know. You there, know, there is a libertarian argument to that, and it's one thing. The so to kind of wrap up what New York has put in place, they've extended. Yeah, they removed the the provision allowing abortions after 26 weeks. Uh, oh, yeah, that's just, yeah, What that's what the new RHA does, which is the Reproductive Health Act in New York. In New it, York. Yeah, it essentially allows abortions after the 24-week, hmm. you know, rule right now. And they're saying that it's intended that it'll probably get challenged. Well, And so their yeah. intent is for that to go up to the Supreme Court and try and reaffirm Roe v. Wade? No, it's just they want to try to pass legislation that will concrete Roe v. Wade. And that's what I think in their minds, it's the government. Well, not in all their minds, but in some of their minds, like I said, there's a libertarian argument to this. Um, the government has no business in telling you what you can and can't do with your, your body. And the problem with that that comes along with that other than say like the moral hurdles and all this stuff is the fact that it also decriminalizes that because right now it's a criminal offense to have it was anyways yeah and so now it's not illegal to do that whereas before it was but the problem is now they also removed the the whole law factor out of it so now there's worry that and actually there's been a case where this happened um domestic abuse victims that are pregnant and lose the child due to their significant other, you know, their husband or boyfriend or whatever, like punching them or something. They act, they accidentally kill the baby or do it on purpose. Yeah. You know, right. You know, before this law was in place, you could be tried for murder for the kid. Right. You know, even if you didn't kill the mother, like you could still be, but now you can't because it's not a criminal offense. It would just be the crime on the, on the mother and not the infant so that's another problem that's terrible that i also man i don't even know how you're gonna find a doctor to do that because a doctor like hippocratic oath first do no harm and that at at a certain point that will do harm to the baby you know what i'm saying well that's it kind of whole time yeah yeah it's kind of like well do they do doctors that perform abortions really do that have that code they just probably don't think about it like that then save one life i mean that is still the language is that it it's to protect uh the life or health of the of the mother and unless you get your ass beat and your baby dies yeah then no one's at fault for that because it's not you know that is crazy yeah yeah, it's 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 a like, problem. I got I wonder I wonder if that's something that was just overlooked or if they like were like well, you know We'll be, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. We'll, we'll figure something else out afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. I know that uh, Governor uh, Emperor Cuomo is calling for a, you know, like a relook at it and an adjustment of it during uh, the 2019 session. Will you tweet that at me? This? Yeah. Oh, yeah, if I can figure out how. I'm going to keep Do it up like so I don't a, lose it. 
do this. Do this thing. Then Retweet. Do a quote. But I'm not signing. Uh, I'll do it after the cast. I'll way to go, Colin. Um, now this we're shifting now from New York because that is legislation that has already been signed into law by Emperor Cuomo himself. Emperor Cuomo. Yes, that is Emperor. It's Skeletor and Emperor <laughs> Cuomo. Those are my. Those are nicknames I have for them. I don't have one for um, Sh- uh, Schumer yet. Mm. But I don't like Donald Trump's. They're lazy. All his nicknames are lazy and they're terrible. Yeah. I love the idea of the nicknames, but just get better at it. You're he really should, bad at it. Donald Trump should call Nancy yeah. Pelosi Skeletor. If you're going to be a troll, be a good troll. Okay, if, make this entertaining for me. <laughs> President Trump did call her Skeletor. I would not even be mad. I would be like, <laughs> word. Be like, that's yeah. funny. Like, that's yeah. disrespectful as shit, but that's funny. <laughs> It's a beautiful thing about comedy. It can totally, you can totally get a, get yeah. away with it. Yeah, I like that. That's um, funny. So, but yeah, so we're going to shift from legislation that passed to legislation that's looking at being passed. Proposed. This is down in Virginia. Word. And this is essentially, it's the same type of thing, right? The same, very, very similar. But the the difference here is... There was some video of the senator who sponsored the bill trying to argue their case in front of the committee. Kathy Tran? Yeah, it was Representative Kathy Tran. Kathy uh, Tran. And this is all in Virginia state legislation. Word. Um, But yeah, she was arguing and, you know, the committee was just essentially like, okay, so the woman is dilating and is about to give birth. You know, is that still, you know, is that still okay? And essentially, she walked around it for a long time. But she said, yeah, that's, you know, there's nothing in our bill that says you can't do that. Oh, and then even worse than that, the governor, the governor of the state, who is obviously on board with this thing and wants to sign it, essentially, he went on a radio talk show and said this on the talk show. I have that same tweet video, too, which I will also send to you. Because it is pretty atrocious. They're talking about essentially if the infant was, you know, to be disformed or, you know, not viable or something like that while it's being born, like you can still take it out, make the infant comfortable and, you know, resuscitate the infant if possible. And then the mother and the physician could have a conversation with what to do. What That's the what fuck? he said on the radio. No. Yes. He said that you can oh my have the baby and then kill it. So I don't... That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would like to think that that would never happen because people should be better than that. But why would you even open but the door for that? Exactly. Why would you even allow that? With as much abuse as there has been in that system... I don't, you know, it's. I think it's legit to regulate, man. I, and I with mean, as much as these motherfucking Democrats are like, no, 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 we can't even have Brett Kavanaugh in there because what if? Because you know, what if? We can't even have Neil Gorsuch in there because what if? You know, can't have John Bolden or any of these motherfuckers in there because what if? You know, because because we don't know they will, but what fucking if? You what know? if? But now... Fear monger. That is disgusting. That's disgusting. That's fucking horrible. Yeah. And so I, I don't can't believe that he would a, even say that. It's pretty. What an idiot. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Even if that is the case, even if that is the reality of the situation of your law, why would you say that? 
Right. Why would you say that? That's horrible. Yeah, That's you a should. Horrible yeah, thing. I can't wait for you to watch. It's cringeworthy. That's fucked up. He walks right into it, but at the very end of it, he makes the libertarian argument about you know it's just not something. At the end of the day, I think the government should be involved with. It's not. It's not up to us. You want to kill your baby? Kill your baby. That's not. You know. That's fine. That's crazy. Yeah. There's no argument after the baby is born. That's a fucking baby. Yeah. That's not a fetus anymore. That's a fucking baby. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. It's, you know, that is, that's fucked up. Yeah. And that, you know, that the really, really dangerous part about it is that definition of health. You know, what, what constitutes that? Is that how it's going to impact your life afterwards and then you'll, your life will be ruined. And so, right. So, so statistically, I think that's pretty much the case with everybody has a baby. Your dras- your, your life drastically changes because now you have a whole individual human being you have to dedicate your whole life to. That's crazy. It's a thing that happens, hmm. you know, it's why the stereotypical family man or something isn't a fucking billionaire because he likes to spend time at home raising his family. But I don't know, man. It's messed up. That's crazy. I have to. I'll have to think more about that. I will have to. I will have to consider that over this next week, and we'll do, we can discuss it again next. I week. I just, yeah. See, I am pretty stuck in my head about that. I just can't get over the fact that it's like, yeah, I get it. But if y'all are stupid enough to abuse it, which you already have, you, I can't trust you. I can't trust you. To, I would like to be able to do that, but y'all, and that's crazy talk. So anyways, well, I just as fucked up as this is, right? I see as rare as it is, a scenario in which some R. Kelly motherfucker is taking pregnant women and marching them down to the hospital and making them abort their babies to fucking, I don't know, sell their organs on the black market or some shit, you know? Like that's Is it weird that I wouldn't put it past him? Do you know what I'm saying? Like I can like some shit like that is not that's not something that you couldn't read about on the news. You know, like yeah. that is definitely a thing that could exist in this world. Oh, that's terrifying. So I mean, why you would open R. the door for that, I don't know. You know, and I don't mean R. Kelly in particular. I mean somebody who's fucked up like R. Kelly, yeah. you know. But that's crazy. That is really fucked up. Yeah. So hopefully, and you know, there's already been, you know, there's been some reversal legislation too that have been tightening up. So Man. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, everybody's batting down the hashes taking their corners man everybody's you know all these states are kind of aligning differently i hope it doesn't you know go down much deeper that's bad yeah especially if if you know depending on how much truth is behind the conversation going behind the motivation as a as a political one to to protect roe v wade yeah to kind of give it more maybe precedence to look at like that's that's bullshit you know, I don't think you have to worry about that for one. I think that's pretty much we've solved that issue, but I don't know. It's complicated, man. Everything about it's so complicated. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't like that at all. But yeah, from uh people killing babies to vaccinations, people killing babies. I yeah, didn't think about so, that. Until so there just is now. Uh, a House bill that was introduced in our state, Washington State. It is House Bill 1638, which would remove the philosophical exemptions for vaccinations for children. So as it sits right now in this state, you can 
like vaccinations are mandated for like to go to school and stuff like that to go to public school mm-hmm. unless you have a medical or a philosophical objection um, where, you know, for like if you're a Christian scientist or a Jehovah's yeah. Witness or some shit like that. I'm pretty sure Jehovah's Witness also don't do vaccinations. But also if you, you know, think that they give your kid autism or something like that, then yeah. you can choose not to do it. So In some states. Bill, yeah. And so this bill... We've not done research into it, so we're not going to talk about the particulars of the bill. We are talking in generalities about the idea of the bill. As I got I a few deets it. too, Works. if you want. So I don't, I don't personally have any details, okay. but we can absolutely go over what you have. So I just thought it would be interesting to talk about, right? Because initially, definitely, initially, I was like, "Yeah, fuck them and fuck your exemption. Get your kids vaccinated. Protect your kids. Protect me. Protect yourself." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Fucking hide your kids, hide your wife. They're exactly. raping everybody. So, <laughs> so hide your kids. Um, oh. I love the remix song of that, by the way. So good. But after like a few minutes, I told Jordan, I was like, I don't know that that's the case. Like I said that very quickly, and I don't know that's the case because the, like you said earlier, the libertarian part of me says like, I don't like the government telling me what I have to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because, and not just in general, but when it pertains to things I have to put in my body, because if you're saying that you have to get these vaccinations and you're just going to keep coming up with new vaccinations, I just got to keep getting the shit that you're saying that you're coming up with. And that's looking you. at the past as well. That, I mean, you know that's just focusing on yourself. So but too, you could like, now you're forcing parents to do that to their children. Yeah. Who now has to grow up and live with that too. But so I, yeah, I get it. It's it from a libertarian standpoint. That's a tough one to, to deal with. Yeah. Because there's always that, you know, we just talked about what ifs, but there's always, again, a what if. What if, know, man. What if, you know, what if the fucking, if they were really turning the frogs gay and <laughs> they want to turn everyone else gay. It's a total Interdimensional vampires. Yeah. God, Alex Jones. That guy's life is coming to an end hard. He's I getting saw hurt. on History Channel the other day something... That was about like the Illuminati and the Masons and stuff. And they had Alex Jones on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just instantly delegitimized yourself. Like, why would you have him on here as some type of radio host, fucking specialist to talk about the Illuminati and shit? Like, you, you look dumb now. You're supposed to be the History Channel and you have fucking Alex Jones on one well, of these documentaries. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But Discovery Channel also does Bigfoot and they also do Ancient Aliens was, yeah, and the, all this. Yeah. It's like almost Conspiracy 101 now. Yeah, it's bad. Ancient Aliens is real bad. Those That first <laughs> season they did was like, this is really interesting. Yeah. And after that, it's all, you it's know. Like, oh, I get this. Ancient astronaut theorists believe, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, yeah, that's like the whole, like, the pyramids were, you know, at least we were assisted in their construction by aliens. If yeah. not, the aliens built them themselves. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know about that, man. Do you think they did it all by themselves? Uh, I think so. I think humans have made incredible feats of engineering since our you know, since we could learn to make tools, for God's sakes, mm-hmm. you know, the the aqueduct system of the, you know, the Romans is insanity. Yeah. But even before that, I mean, we figured out irrigation, for God's sakes. You know, we're some pretty ingenuitive people. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised when every now and again, people do something amazing. Mm-hmm. That's why we have wonders of the world, right? Not just the natural wonders. And we also have problems like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, where we're just a bunch of dumbasses who can't build something on solid ground. I guess I don't know enough about 
actual construction and masonry. Um, because <laughs> because I've always been on the tilt that I'm like, I don't know. It's a pretty maybe per- pretty perfect structure, you know. Pretty perfect. That's a long way to move those fucking several ton bricks. It's a long way to move See, I just I just have blocks. much more faith in but, humanity than you do, John. Yeah, maybe See, I believe know, in us. Just because it was a long time ago that I'm like, I don't know. Huh? I don't know. I don't. I almost subscribe to some of the. Uh, I believe that the dinosaurs helped them build it. Definitely. Definitely. It's not the case. The Pharaoh riding a T Rex. Yeah. Look out, Moses. The Brontosaurus picks it up in bricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be. They're too big to even do that. You think so? Yeah. Mm. I mean, they're big. Some pretty amazing stuff, but yeah, I don't know uh, that much. See, about with an army of slaves either. and some basic math. <laughs> with an army of slaves, anything That's, is possible. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, but okay, so back to this. Yes, this vaccine. Your law. specifics about the vaccines. I don't know if you remember back when we were talking about uh, what bill was it? I don't know. Probably just during the. It was during the midterms when there was a bunch of legislation passed. Okay, and uh, they had a new, they had a new mandate on how to, you know, draw up bill, uh, what's the word, you know, changes, um, amendments, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Where now, at least on the state legislature, everything they knew, they added to a bill has to be underlined, and this is a short bill, and there's only two areas in which they changed, and they all focus on that one. That one piece of, like you said, about that philosophical difference. So I wanted an exemption because I'm a Christian scientist or whatever like that. Um, But they also added a, you know, you must provide uh, proof of disease immunity through documentation of laboratory evidence of antibody titer or or a healthcare provider's uh, big word. But basically, you have to have a doctor sign off on it and give proof that you're immune to the disease. Or that you're allergic to the vaccine. Yeah. You have, you know, you have to have medical, essentially, you can get an extra medical waiver. And you don't have to if your doctor cannot give you a waiver, but prove that you are immune to it and provide evidence. Yeah. But it gets away with that. Yeah. Like that, almost like that. I have a fundamental difference because I believe that they cause, you know, autism and so on and so forth. Which is ignorant, by the way. Yes. Just so everybody knows. It's incredibly stupid. But that's there's, literally there's the only no thing. research to back that up scientifically. Yeah. So if you want to check it out, it was a it was a pain in the neck to try to find. I had oh, to go sure. in. Basically, I had to, I searched out the bill, and I got a bill with the same number a couple of uh, sessions ago. And it was all about – it was something about totally different. I was like, oh, is this the right one? This is not it. And then there was a whole trail of the same exact bill trying to be amended and changed by a giant group of Republicans kind of doing the opposite and making it so that it can reaffirm your First Amendment right. It's a Freedom of Speech Act you know, thing. You have to – you know, you have to honor that because somebody that's says That's dangerous, bro. That's fucking, that's dangerous. Like there's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, I said, I'm all about like free choice, but there's some shit that's dangerous. Don't, no one needs to have polio. Like, no. no one has to have polio. That's unnecessary. No one needs to have measles. No one needs to have mumps or rubella or any of that weird shit. Like you don't, it's unnecessary now. Yeah. Like we, you know, it's not like the flu shot. Like, you want to have the like, apocalypse hit? 
the fucking post-apocalyptic zombie wasteland, but without the zombies, that's what you do. You everybody stops vaccinating. The an insane. We'd have a black plague on our hands. That's you know a factor of like ten more. Yeah, be it be it would wipe out so many right. people. And like I said, it's not like the flu shot. It's not like no. It's a, it's a chance. You know, like you you will not get that disease if. If you are not, you know, allergic to the vaccination or anything, you or you will not get that disease. You will not yeah. get polio. You will not get measles. You will like you like, yeah, dumb. And if and if for some reason you do have a medical problem and you're allergic to it or something like that, you rely on everyone else to be vaccinated around you. So, so check this. It never have come a thing to come back to. So check this. My sister-in-law, right, Aaron, her baby is only nine ten months old mm-hmm. right so he's not old enough to have those vaccinations yet right you get some when you're like at two months but not all of them right and so and i don't know exactly how they get broken down i don't know what you get at two months i don't know what you get at two years yeah. I, don't, I don't know yet right i will know you know dax's appointment is fucking next month so i'll know next month exactly what he gets but um her kid's not totally vaccinated yet because he's not old enough to have all of his vaccinations yeah. and he got sick the other day you know, just regular like kid sickness. Um, she has a friend who has three children who she does not vaccinate. Oh um, boy! She's like, and now I'm in a place where I don't know if I want Kevin to be hanging out with you know this other person's kids because he's not vaccinated and her her kids aren't vaccinated by choice. You know, now there's like measles and shit going around yep. in the state, and you know it's getting closer and closer to like Kitsap County and stuff. And so it's she's like, I don't know that I want to like want him to hang out with them you know yeah. and so jordan was talking to him was like that's that's totally legitimate like that you know you're not being a bad friend by wanting to protect your child you're being a good parent you know yeah. but that's not you're not judging you're not judging her for her choice by choosing to not have your kid around her because you also have to make your own choice yeah that i'm gonna vaccinate him but i also want to keep him safe until i can do that you know so yeah man i mean and that's that's in no way like a helicoptering parent thing. No. This is, you know, this is a baby you're talking about here that has no way to fend for themselves. And it's your sole duty on the planet at that point is to give that life a chance to blossom. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, anyways, that's uh, that's the dealio with that bill. It's only a two and a half page. Okay, maybe it's three and a half page long bill. It's pretty short. But so I was trying to track it down. That was the point I was going to try to make. Sorry, I totally forgot. No, you're good. The uh, I ended up having to go through. You know, I googled it and I went to all these other bills that weren't the same one from all in the past. And I actually had to just use the website, like browser and stuff like that, to go at it like the back doorway, like use the menu drop downs. Yeah, and that's the only way I could find it. It wouldn't pop up when I was looking at the at the Google. Only one. There was one article that did. Um, it was like the Northwest. It was a local online magazine. But they talked about that being an issue and the bill coming up and stuff like that. But they had a link to it, thank goodness. <clears throat> and I, but after I accidentally closed it, I had to go in through the back way. Yeah. So at two months, uh, your kid gets a, a Tdap, which is fucking diphtheria. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, tetanus, pertussis. Um, gets a hemophilus influenza type B vaccine, a polio vaccine, pneumococcal vaccines, and a rotavirus vaccine. And hep B if you didn't already get it. But he got that shit. There's something you get like as soon as they're born, which yeah. is like 
hepatitis B, the vitamin K shot, and then like one other thing that is just all like, you know, shit to, and they ask you, they asked us like, do you want him to get these, you know, three things? We're like, fuck it. Like the, the, the vitamin K is to like help their some they help their eyes develop that's what it is to help their mm. eyes come come to a little bit easier oh the third one is is a gel that they put over their eyes too and that just clears their shit up oh um, yeah and helps like protect from infection while they're just new and stuff like that um yeah and then the uh what am i saying what? hepatitis b yeah okay yeah, so they do all that like wow within just hours of them being born pink, yeah pink pink yep yeah that's good man I can I can only imagine you just trying you're just giving that thing a little bit more help while he's just this little, you know, perfectly clean, brand yeah. new. Welcome to our fucking environment. So so the measles, mumps, and rubella must be a two year vaccine and not a two month vaccine, um, or like eighteen months or you know what the mm-hmm. fuck ever. But so I think that that's totally legitimate to not want her to have her kid around kids who are not vaccinated by choice you know when there's something like that rolling around that's because that's all you can do is just only have your kid around other people that are vaccinated and will not spread that disease you know and that's i got all my vaccinations like i'm good to hold a baby you know so that's that's like that story we told about carolina's right right person the other day like that's terrifying to all of a sudden have a bunch of little you know disease bags walking in around you when you're not immune it's got to be tough but that's uh, I think that's pretty much wraps up the that bill. I mean, there's nothing really much added to it, and I think it's, you know, I have no problem the government kind of mandating it right now. It's just it kind of, I guess I'm just I, in that branch of the government. I feel like I can trust them enough to not take advantage of it. Yeah, for now, you know, but because there's nothing to nothing to really to lose. Yeah, you know. So I'm just getting down to my pop culture real quick. Your poppy culture. Um, yeah, because I haven't really done that much. We're watching a lot of the same movies because we're just doing. Yeah, we're not paying attention all the time. So we've watched Avengers: Infinity War about thirty times. Nice, um, because it's super duper long, and you know you just don't have to pay that much attention. Comic book men. All six seasons are on uh, Amazon, so we've been watching all those. I've watched Venom. Like was that good? Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it was it was pretty all right. And it's then pretty all right. There's a new documentary series on Netflix about Ted Bundy. Um, that's called like the Ted Bundy. I thought tapes. I saw something yeah, like so that. I've been watching that, and it's fucking pretty interesting. Um, and then before I stopped going to work, I was listening to a podcast called Unobscured. Um, I don't know if I told you about that or not, but Sounds it was, I think I did tell you about it because that's where I got all those cool names from, um, and it was about. The Salem Witch Trials, and it was really, oh yeah, yeah, really, yeah. really interesting. Um, do you have? I know you've been really busy. Do you have any pop culture stuff that you've been? Dude, no. I mean, we watched that movie last Paris. night. Yeah, that was really good, actually. Yeah, especially if you're someone that's like likes writing and stuff, like like I do, like and or art or anything like that. And it was yeah. a, it was a trip. Definitely a Woody Allen movie. So if you're not a Woody Allen fan, it may not do it for you. Because just the way he writes dialogue and all everything, it's just right. it's very Woody very Allen. particular. But you ever seen the movie Ants? Yes, that's a Woody Allen movie. Yeah, and that's just the you know he even voices I think the main character in that one. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, he's goofy. But yeah, no, you, you catch my my little attempt at a hunting 
my hunting experience podcast. No, the only the only podcast I really have had any time for have been the fucking the daily ones because I really yeah. only listen to podcasts like while I'm in the shower. So I've got like ten minutes. <laughs> oh, you know? dude. So. Yeah, so those are the only ones that I've had, but I have in my queue for when I go back to work. Nice, um, because I do want to listen to it. I just haven't had time with everything. It was a interesting time. Yeah, it's up for so long, right? So so long. But right. you know, you're so much excitement and all this stuff. You're not. You don't feel it until until you feel it. Yeah, and then you crash hard. Well, I'll try and listen to it this week so we can talk about it next week. Word. But, See, we'll see what I can get in there. Yeah. Um, so I think that I'm ready for sports. 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 So I only have a couple of things. Like I said, football's pretty much over. Uh-huh. Um, the Cowboys. Oh. What's up? I was like, before you get into like stats and stuff, yes. do you just want to chat about the Super Bowl? I'm curious. Yeah. Or do you want to do it after your facts? Uh, yeah, there's only a couple of things here. So we'll do okay. these real quick. Um, the Cowboys fired their offensive coordinator, Scott Leahan. And the Chiefs wide receiver, D'Anthony Thomas, um, which I'm irritated I did not wear my jersey today because I have D'Anthony Thomas jersey. He got arrested on some bullshit marijuana charges. Oh. Um, like suspicion of possession of marijuana and paraphernalia because he's in fucking Missouri. Um, <clears throat> he played at Oregon. He's great. And he only played like five games this year and then he broke his leg in practice. But that sucks really bad. That so Hemp is legal now, people. Come on. Just just roll it over. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, it's Killing stupid me as hell. When I was hunting, I we were watching uh, the buddy that he got a hotel room up there for all of us. Big ass suite, stuff. Really nice, and uh, you know his room. So it was his TV for sure. Right. And he likes this show called Live PD. You ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's yep. It's trippy, but it was messed up because I'm sitting there. I got a joint in my pocket, getting ready to go outside and smoke, and. I'm watching guys get arrested for weed. Yeah. It was weird. weird. Sad times, bro. Sad times we live in where motherfuckers still getting arrested for weed. Live. Watching it go down. Live like, on TV. That is so wrong. Yeah. That is so wrong. That's a strange show. Oh, it hurts. It hurts my life. Um, the line linebacker Trevor Bates was arrested and accused of punching a cop. Bro, don't do that, man. Yeah. Um, and then this Especially is just, not on live PD. <laughs> no, no. And this is just kind of a fun little little fact, right? So the first time that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, right, I think was in like 2008 or some shit like that. It was first a long time ago. day of my life. Um, it was against the Rams. <laughs> and the first time that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl, Julian Edelman, you know, that's receiver, right? He was 15 years old. <sighs> Rob Gronkowski was 12 years old. And then Sony Michelle, who is their rookie running back this year, was six years old. The first time that Tom Brady won his won his first Super Bowl. That was like the I saw that in a meme. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, isn't Man. that fucking crazy? Yeah. And now they all stand a chance to win a Super Bowl together, which I think is fucking insane. Fucking, that's weird. Six years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is I know. Isn't that weird? That and I told you that there's Adam Vinatieri on the Colts. He plays with somebody who wasn't alive when he joined the league, like wasn't even born yet when he joined the league. And now they play on the same team together. Like Janikowski too, because he's such Janikowski like an old, old fat yeah. trailer trash, um, <laughs> pack a day smoking football player. I swear to God, he runs into the where, where the cameras aren't looking and sucking down a cigarette in between. You know, he's the weirdest guy. Um. <clears throat> so, so, go ahead. Bowl? No, that's yeah, it. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. It's tomorrow. I have mixed emotions, but not really. Rams, I want the Rams Pats. to win so bad. Really? Because at this point, 
Uh, it is just a Tom fuck Tom Brady moment. Yeah. Although I'm worried because I think if he wins this time, he'll go away. I think if he wins, He's, he'll retire. He said that he wants to play to his 45. He oh, said God. even so. He got asked if you lose, if you win, are you done? He's nope, 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 nope. I want to play to him 45. 45. He's 40, Why? He's 42. I mean, he doesn't have any worry about CTE, basically, because you can't touch the guy without getting, like, a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, not anymore. He used to get his ass beat. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, not anymore. That Yeah, there was some calls in those last games that was, like, bullshit. And then there's a lot of people that, are like, shouldn't come down to the calls or shouldn't whatever, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. there's still bullshit calls, you know. Um, that was a, a weird weekend of football. That's what season. I heard, yeah. I wasn't really watching at the time. Yeah. There was like a really flagrant pass interference call that didn't get called and like. On the Hawks? No. No, no, during the game? No, yeah. I was like, because we had one of those during our playoffs game. Yeah, no, this was during the Saints Rams game. Mm -hmm. um, And the Rams corner just came and fucking bashed the receiver for the Saints like before the ball was even over there. You yeah. Know? It was, and it, they didn't call it. Um, and then there was one in the Kansas City Patriots game where someone like touched Tom Brady and they called, you know, oh, yeah. from the passer. Bullshit. There's just yeah. a lot of like really stupid fucking calls. Um, I was really rooting for the Saints, man. Because with Drew Brees so breaking bad. that record yes. this year, can you imagine I just the Saints icing so on bad. the cake? You do that. You get to the Super Bowl, you get a ring, and then there's literally nowhere to go but down from there. Yeah. I'm out. I would also That would have been amazing. Yeah. yeah. Picture no, perfect. I wanted him to win really bad. Sometimes in sports, that kind of shit happens, too. And it was kind of, you know, at least now I can just, I'm just envisioning a, like a fucking mountain goat smashing into Tom Brady this week. <laughs> I'm just, God, I really hope. I really hope. <clears throat> At least if they win, I want him to get beat up. Yeah. I just want him to get some pressure on. I want him to work for it. I don't like Tom Brady at all, man. I'm excited. But I'm still excited for Super Bowl in general. Yes. You know, because it's just it's just fun. You know, it doesn't matter who's playing. Then you sit there and you drink, you watch commercials. Super commercials. The food is always, there's always tons of food. Yeah. I was listening to stats on the radio. They were talking about how much food gets eaten, how much beer gets drank. Really? I don't have the stats, but needless to say, it was a shit ton. What are you guys doing for the Super Bowl tomorrow? Probably going over to Morgan and Jake's. Words. Which is fun. We ran into them last night on our date night. At that restaurant? Yeah. It was like, (laughs) you guys are so lame. it, It was like in. Five, it was probably like five, ten minutes maybe after we sat down. Yeah. They walked in and was like, well, this is perfect. Come on, guys. You guys are so lame. But That's I went really down to the funny. wine bar afterwards, drank yeah. some champagne. It was nice. Classy motherfucker you. Absolutely. That's what I live. I just live class, bro. My life is class. Yeah. Class, class, class. Brush it off. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something else. Oh, Super Bowl. We are, because he got circumcised yesterday, he's still super fussy, so we may very well just stay home tomorrow, which would be really nice. So yeah. I think uh, you have a you have the perfect excuse yeah. to get out of anything you want for a long time. Yeah. So that's going to be really cool. Um, I did learn while I was in the hospital from the lactation nurse that breast milk kills 40 different kinds of cancer. Whoa. Yep. That's some numbers. So... Wow. 
Yeah. So, like, have we figured out a way to just dry that shit, powder it, and make it a pill? You just drink it. So when... <laughs> I don't um, want to drink breast milk, before, but I want the benefits. Before the baby was here, Jordan was pumping to, like, try and induce labor. And I was, like, really sick those last, like, two weeks, you know? Um, and I totally drank some of that colostrum. To, do you know, have you heard that term before? No. Um, so colostrum is... Like what comes before your milk comes in. Oh. Um, and it's just all, it's like stem cells, I'm pretty sure. Or like it's just Whoa. all like crazy good shit. And I totally drank some colostrum and like felt way better the next day. Weird. Yeah. It's like a real thing. The lactation nurse was like, yeah, no, bodybuilders will buy breast milk because there is stem cells in it. And there's there are these things in breast milk that are called GMOs. And I don't know what that stands for. I remember what that stands for. The only purpose of these GMOs is to populate the flora of the baby's stomach. Wow. Only purpose. The good kind that's of GMOs. Yeah. It's like that's the whole purpose is to just put probiotics in there and just populate the stomach for like when you get older. And so that's one thing that, that you can miss out on. If you are not breastfed, that is not to say that you will not have that flora if you are, yeah, if you are fed formula because you absolutely will. But the GMOs, that's just that's the only purpose that that particular chemical yeah. has. It totally to makes sense. Yeah. You know, we're we're mammals <clears throat> at the end of the day. That's just the way it is. Yeah, you know, every can you imagine what a like a sickly Bambi deer would be if like all you had to feed it was formula. The deer wouldn't last very long. Yeah. I mean, and luckily the formula that we have now is, I mean, you know, formulated, like they say, yeah, to it's be a lot better. fucking crazy good, you yeah. know, and it, there's lots of good shit in there, but there's just some things that are in breast milk that, and I don't know, people are really weird about that. So I'm trying to be careful about not like slandering anybody because it's not, I don't think that there's like one over the other. I think if you can't do it, then I think it's totally fine and your baby's oh, yeah. just fine, you know? And but, I'm thinking more like, you think about like the seventies right. and stuff when it was like, Powdered milk. Shitty formula. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was no good. The fucking Similac the whole and all generation that stuff of now. People. Yeah. Similac and all that shit now is like way good. You know, all, oh, that, it's all like, the formula now is way yeah. good. But It's like buying uh, supplements. It's like getting workout shakes almost. Yeah. You know, it's got, you know, all those things are just loaded with, not all of them, but, you know, the good ones are loaded with like just everything your body needs, man. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a good way to uh, have a fake fast. <laughs> Which, so by the way, formula. I didn't ever talk to you about this, but my my dietary situation, right? I was still losing weight and all this stuff. I finally went and talked to the doc. Essentially, like where I'm at now is it's just kind of like my body's just getting used to like the new everything mm-hmm. after like the hard reset. And so I'm still kind of a little fluctuating. You know, fluctuating. But for the most part, like I told her like every now and again, I would still like to like fast a day or two a week, you know. She's like, that's totally fine. She's like, you you went down fasting, so your body's used to fasting. And right now, like you could actually have some health benefits to just doing it a right. couple times a week. But I never do it on Fridays. No. Never. Mm-hmm. Because for one, it's Friday night. Right. If I'm going out or something, I'm not even trying up. to do that. You know, I want a big greasy cheeseburger. Oh, don't say cheeseburger. Why am I so hungry? Last Every night, time we do the cast. Last night, Jordan made these fucking lasagna Alfredo roll-ups, bro. That's like lasagna noodle. And then she put like fretted, shredded chicken and cheese oh. and Alfredo sauce in there. And then rolled it up. And then put it in a springform pan. And then put Alfredo on top of it. And then baked it. Ooh, dog. I, Delicious. Why are you doing this to me right so now? So good. What are you doing? Yeah. It is definitely not too early for when we wrap this up. For me to just be like, all right, we're having early dinner. No, I'm no, hungry. not at all. 
Um, and that's all I have for sports, so we can fucking hit a line and get the fuck out of here. Word. Um, uh, all right, here we go. Are you Let's ready? All right. Big weekend this weekend, man. Are you uh, are you planning on getting locked in the bathroom of your cousin's Winnebago for three days? I don't do that shit on the weekend, bro. <laughs> Only to miss work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>